With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Some, uh, five people scammed her. The, the, uh, what, the money they were collecting for the, um, you talking about for the wildfires up here? Yes. They got about $12,000. Okay, well, first of all, the TBI and the FBI have been investigating that for months. So this is not a new story. Okay, well, as I won't that. As a matter of fact, I mean, I live here, okay? This is this is in my backyard. Right. Knoxville News Sentinel is my paper. Okay. The fund was designated. Parton set up the fund. A mother named Deborah can her son. Two of the five, which is true. I mean, everybody already knows this. They were charged a couple of weeks ago. Well, that was the first time I had seen it. The news came from David Donson, who is president of Dollywood Foundation, who also claimed that the foundation contributed $9 million to 900 families within six months. And I'm going to tell you right now, I know David Donson personally. I know Dolly Parton, I know Stella Parton, and I'm going to tell you, if they said it, it's so. Oh, I believe it. Okay. Dollywood, Dollywood, uh, the Dream Resort, all of it is, Dollywood, Dolly is very upfront. Mm, let's see, and, and listen, they're not, I mean, everybody knows that people were going to try and take advantage of this. Um. The group made twelve thousand by the time it's all said and done. The mother was a photographer took pictures in the area. She had access to all the rental cabins in the area that includes the address. The five alleged criminals were getting fraudulent IDs made in good faith, claiming that they lost everything after the fire. People in the rental properties. See what got them through was getting those IDs. Mm-hmm. And so. Well, that's true. People didn't have to prove anything. Now the group's facing charges include money laundering, criminal conspiracy, and felony theft. More crimes may be unearthed. And they are. They've got a task force looking into that because there's so much money there. Mm-hmm. But, again, if they're going to report this shit, they need to report it. Bad news for Dolly Parton. How's that bad news for her? She didn't do anything wrong. I don't know, but she looks like hell. The plastic surgery. She's plastic. Yeah, but her face has never looked like that. Her and her and Kenny Rogers both. I mean, I followed her for for years. Well, she was she was out and about just about a month ago, and uh, I mean, she looked fine to me. I mean, she looked any different than she normally does. And she was just uh, at an event 
last week. Now, I didn't see her, but I know several people that were there. They said she was just as chipper as she normally is. Oh, I don't doubt that. You know, I've seen Barbara on here, but I know she ain't saying nothing. Usually Barbara's flappers are flapping. I'm watching a movie, and I'm trying to install a game on my computer. So what's more important to you, installing a game? Okay, so I'm going to lay this out there. Let me think about it. Secret Sleepers is Secret Sleepers. If anybody on this call has Facebook, go to the Facebook page and like the page Secret Sleepers. Okay? And on there, we've got an application that if you want to be part of the Secret Sleeper thing that we're going to be doing, you can go in there and fill out just a little bit about yourself. Nothing, no personal information. We don't need any personal information. At this point, um, we're just trying to get an idea of who wants to do it. It's going to be all over the country. It's not regional. It's going to be countrywide. Go in there and like the page. Share it with people. Uh, we need as many people to like the page as possible. Okay. So, um, we're going to be putting our putting out a you are unmuted if you've been invited by me like the page and then share it with everybody and let them know that you know this is an opportunity we're not going to be starting the actual secret sleeping until the first of the year in other words we're not going to be sending people out until the first of the year we're going to have some training to do we're going to have whatnot and there's a couple of it there's a three-step process so the first step is gauging who's interested i never got any I didn't either. What's that? <laughs> you never got one. No. I happen to know for a fact you all did because I sent it. I did not get it, Fabian. I'm telling you. Well, I ch- I check Facebook every day and I didn't get it. I'm in Facebook every day from time I open my computer until the time I close it. Trust me, we know. Oh hush. We can That's tell when you we can we can tell when you wake up. And we're like, Oh, Trisha's awake and there's a post. And <laughs> checking her email. And her we email. Love you, Trisha. I do. I do my my email when I get up while I'm eating my breakfast, I I do my email and then I go back to sleep. All right, so I'm looking at my friends list of who all I invited and who I didn't. And I have invited, I know Barbara's in there. Because you're not showing up on the list of people to invite. So you're on there. Well, I never forgot it. Here, I'm even, I just now posted it to my wall. And you, Trish, while you claim you never got it, you actually liked the page. When did I like the page? Mm-hmm. When did I don't, like it? Don't laugh, Barbara, because I'm pretty sure you liked it, too. Mm, I don't recall. 
I mean, you sent me a couple. <coughs> I wouldn't like them, but I didn't pay attention I'm, to what it was. Well, you should try paying attention then. I'm careful about what I like. I'm careful about what I like nowadays on Facebook because a lot of third-party people will start yep. sending you a lot of crap. That what I don't you do, here, here's what I have done with that. I go in, if you if you go up to your Facebook page and you, let me get off of Secret Sleepers here. Well, I'm, I'm going back through the list. If you will go and look, if you'll do a little drop down there, you're going to see a thing that will say, uh, go onto your profile, and then you go look at your, let me, let me go onto my profile here, so there I am. You'll see a thing there that says timeline about friends, et cetera, et cetera. And it will let you, you can go through there and look at the groups that you're part of. You mean okay, like so activity log? Mm-hmm. Any group that you have joined, you're able to see. Okay? Yeah. And I went down through there, and I was amazed at all the groups over the years I had joined. So I went in there and unjoined a bunch of groups. So, unjoined. That's a good one. Uh, sharing a brief funny I sent to Ted Cruz when he was vote your conscience. Yeah. We did. That's why you're not president. Oh, ouch. That's pretty funny. Mark, is that you posting that? Anyway, this call tonight is not going to be recorded. We're just kind of here. Mark wanted the call to talk about global warming, I guess. I don't know, but it's kind of a hodgepodge, so it's open mic global night. Warming I'm, I'm open micing it. So. What show do you have to watch, Barbara? If you all will go to my, if you all will go to my Facebook page... If you go to my Facebook page, you'll see where I shared that on the wall. So if y'all can't find the link, go look at it. Anywhere. Well, now, I'm watching I, the Emmys, but if they turn political, I know they will. Of course they're going to turn political shit. Stephen Colbert is hosting. Well, you know his. Anyway, so here's the here's the gist of it. Okay, we have got uh, we've got a little application process that you go once you like the page. There's an application that you can fill out, and it just asks for kind of work experience. But there's a key section in there. And it says, why do you? Why are you interested in this job? Well, I have received in the neighborhood of 40. Hang on, I'll go look and see. Just in the last day, I've received like 40 requests. Now, what we haven't told anybody 
Well, I, I finally responded. I hadn't been responding to the request at first. I was just going to let them build up. Well, today I decided to respond. If you left that section blank, I basically sent you a message that says we're not going to be processing your application. Because part of being with secret sleepers <laughs> Whoever's cracking the jokes about Ted Cruz, that's funny. Anyway, um, if you don't fill out that little section, then we're not processing it. Because part of Secret Sleepers is detail orientation. And you have to pay attention to details. And if you can't, like I had one when I asked that, different places. That's what they put, different places. Okay, so, you know, obviously there's going to be a lot of people that don't make the cut. So that's phase one. If you make it past phase one, phase two is we're going to ask you to write a descriptive story. At least three paragraphs. That one. Huh? About what? Doesn't matter. You can write a ditch. What we're looking for is attention to detail. Adjectives, adverbs, nouns, pronouns. You know, we want to make sure that people are paying it the details. The devil's in the details. All right, post it on my page. If you get past that part of it, if you get past that part, then the last the last thing we're gonna do is you we're going to give you a picture of a hotel room. And we want you to describe that hotel room. So, then if you make it if you make it past that, then we'll do the actual application and the background check. And then that's that. So it's not something that's just fly by night. And then what? Do I win anything? And then you go on our list to travel, and we'll pay you to go to hotel rooms and test them. <laughs> so that share that with overseas? anybody. <laughs> share that with anybody and everybody. <laughs> Like I said, it's on my page. Okay. Do people pay attention to your page, though? Yes. That's the question. Yes, they do. We're trying to determine if we pay attention to your page. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just, we're just picking on you. Hey, I like secret sleepers. Pathetic. I'm the founder of the page, and I didn't even like Secret Sleepers. I had to go in and like it. <laughs> anyway, Mark, Bond, take it away. James Bond. Bond. James Bond. Which one? I love Daniel Craig. I love Dan- Casino Royale. Daniel Craig. Oh, my God. Casino Royale. 
which actor is playing James Bond? Trisha? Yes. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah. By the way, those of you that are on my Facebook page should go to Lyric's birthday party photos that I put up and look at that cake. God, is he hot? Yes, I am. Thank you, Barbara, but I'm too young for you. (laughs) No, not you. Daniel Craig. If if I'm going to be on this program, somebody needs to liven it up. So, Mark, stop walking around your damn house and let's get going. I'll liven it up. Daniel Craig makes my ovaries stand up and applaud. (laughs) I don't think you've got any ovaries left. Them things are rotting. Yeah, I do have ovaries left. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. I ain't touching that I one. wouldn't be I wouldn't be having hot I wouldn't be having hot flashes still if I didn't have any. You have the hot flashes in your fifties. When you're through the change, you're done with the I hot. I still flashes. have them. Doesn't matter. Hot flashes don't just come and start and stop. They continue for years and years. Mark. Where is he? I've been having him since I was 40. Who the hell knows? Mark. He wanted the call, and now he's not here. Beautiful. I'll go watch my movie. Because I'm not going to listen to Stephen Colbert trash Trump for three hours. All right, well, let's talk about North Korea, that one that I posted. What about them? They're going to be a parking lot. That it can call, it can do something to the super volcano? Well, yeah. I don't know enough about it to comment either way, just to be quite honest. Well, I didn't read the whole article. I saw it and posted it. I fear it'd be something to discuss. Well, I, I, you know, I'd have to have more knowledge about the super volcano. I know there are several in the ocean. I just don't know. The thing is, where which one would it offset? I mean, if there's one near Japan, it could offset that one. If there's one near Guam, it could offset that one. If there's one near South Korea, it could offset that one. We don't know. Well, you know something, Tricia? What? That's a good research project for you. What, Google and find out where the super volcanoes are? Well, do some more research on the super volcano and what would affect it and blah, blah, blah. That's a good thing for you to research. Whatever. She's like, I shouldn't have opened my big mouth. <laughs> well, did you read the one that I posted about? May I, may I make a... What he had to say about North Korea? Yeah, I make a... 
It's got to be a parking lot. May I make a request? Yeah. Well, I'll get with you later, Fabian. Make the request, Barbara. No. Well, if people are listening, I don't want to. Okay. I'm still I'm still waiting for a recording. Oh, the board meeting. Yeah. I blame Obama. Okay. Hillary? No, Hillary's blaming you for not sending me the recording because that's why she lost. (laughs) That makes reason number 40. Hillary Makes number reason 43 and 44. Damn it. I can't find the sign-in information for those damn... I need... Can I... Can I access it on TalkShoe? Uh, yeah, if you've got sign-in information, you can. I've got yeah, I've got your sign-in information. Well, I'm the admin, so yes, you can. Okay. I mean, the next four meetings coming up, and you haven't got the minutes and. Well, Agenda. Sounds like, sounds like a personal problem to me. Well, I, I outrank you. Well, does anybody know what the writing crew's email address was for when we were doing that? Uh, Petition. That's too long ago. Yeah, that's kind of what I was afraid y'all were going to say. <laughs> I'd have to go back. May, I may have it, but I have to go back in my other book and look. And I don't have a book within close proximity. I haven't thought about that one for a long time. Well, I've got to find it so that I can access those. We need those lists. The problem is I can't find those lists. Yeah, well, if our chat room page had changed two or three times, um, I would still have it, all that. Because that retains... Are you... Are you one of those that saves everything? Well, what about the list, the email list on the the Ragtag Radio or the people I invite every week? Yeah, but that's not even near, that isn't even a 20th of all the ones we've got. Fabian, it said something like, what, between five and 10,000? Yeah. We do want you to enter those in, though. We know you don't have any life, Barbara. 
Mark. Force him to get up. He forced him to get up. Is he even still on the call? Yeah, he's still here. Is he at home or at work? I have no idea. He called for the call. Oh, God. My notes go back to September 9th of last year. What about it? Well, I'm just saying. I got to go look at those emails. If I can go look, if I can go look at those emails, I'll know what the email is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's. I don't know what it is. Hillary's book has gotten a lot of hits. Nope. I don't have it. I'm sorry. Writing through thing. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to remember what the password is. Well, the sixteenth president. No. Pressure. Yeah. On the end of this phone that you sent me. Uh-huh. There a way you had a, it looks like you could insert a cable. That's for your headset. For your earphones. This has little one, two, three four, five, six holes. Okay. Uh, Almost like you can insert a little... Hot oh, damn, I may have found it. Okay. And what? I even oh, I, I even remember... I even remember our phone number. <laughs> I have no idea, Barb, because I didn't get a book wow. with it. It looks like something that you could fit a small computer cable into. That's quite possible. I, like send, me, I, send me a picture of it and I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out for you. We can't, we can't trust Patricia. Oh, hush. Besides, uh, besides, she's not going to do anything till the 23rd anyway and the world ends on the 23rd, so. You better even stop. Right. We love you, Trish. Uh-huh. Okay, let's see. Although, I did notice you were awful damn quick to uh, to send that thing back telling me that the world wasn't going to end on the 23rd. Well, that's because I had gotten that in my email. <laughs> she was, I mean, she was on it with a quickness. She's like, no. <laughs> okay. Super volcanoes, borders of China and North Korea. Let's see. Let me open that up. Well, here's my question. Why would we be disappointed if, in fact, it did kind of have issues? Well, if if a super volcano went off near North Korea, that would solve everybody's problems. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't have to worry about going to war. Okay, so I have why do not why do I not have all these documents? Okay, Lake Toba is in Sumatra. Yellowstone obviously is in Idaho and Wyoming. Pocana Caldera is in Chile. 
Popo is in New Zealand, has had at least two. One in Scotland, in Argentina, Colorado, New Mexico. Trying to find out who owns this stupid document. Japan, Russia, Germany. Two other islands in Japan, Indonesia, Italy. England, or United, UK, put it that way. Twenty-one altogether. Hmm. I'm trying to find out who, how I've got this set up because however I have this set up I do have it set up under write-in crews the only problem is I don't know Okay, I've got the list. What list? Oh, Super Volcanoes. Okay. Took all of what, five minutes? Well, hold on to it, because you're going to get to share with us on Tuesday. Well, I've got to print it out. Trying to see who had it there. I look at this on my phone. I open it up on my computer. Owner, writing, cruise. 
you, you're a scammer. And that's spam. Mark. Mark, Mark, Mark. How rude. He wants to call and then he leaves. That's how he rolls. Okay. This is interesting. It just raided a ranked North Korea subfleet. According to this, like most of its military, North Korea's submarine fleet is a pretty ancient one. Okay. I don't know that that surprises me. Well, it says it would be foolish to write them off as harmless just because they're obsolete, experts warn. According to a Defense Department study, North Korea currently has around 70 attack, coastal, and midget-type submarines. This makes it one of the largest fleets of undersea vessels in the world. So that's why we shouldn't write it off. This is kind of annoying that I cannot find that lit that list. I'm sorry. That we can't find that list. Deal with it later. I right, apologize. So. I had a uh, I had a elderly gentleman that came visit me on the porch. Okay, you could have given us a warning that you were well, leaving. I didn't realize I was leaving until he showed up. Well, How is everyone? You're the one that called this call, so start talking. Let's see, global warming, the hoax. Really? Nobody gives a damn about global warming. <clears throat> okay, let's talk about North Korea and um Amy <laughs> Cartman. Uh, it'll take about thirty minutes to um turn that country into uh ashes. No, maybe twenty five. Yeah, we have enough armaments in the Pacific just to uh Turn them into rubble. So how did the Titans do today? They won. Good. They won. I'm a little depressed because um, the major sports teams, sports teams in Louisiana, 
had their asses handed to them? Well, I mean, it is Louisiana sports after all. Well, yeah, all. I understand that. Of course, Tennessee didn't do that well yesterday either. Well, Tennessee found, Tennessee snatched defeat out of the hands of victory. That's all I'm going to say about that one. Yeah, and it, it came to Florida, which I can't stand Florida. Yeah, listen, I could lose every game of the year as long as I didn't lose that one. Yeah. But rumor the rumor mill has it that they're looking at uh, less miles. What, dog catcher? Football coach. Where at? Tennessee. That's going to be an awkward Thanksgiving. Huh? That's going to be awkward. Why? Because, well, well, she plays Tennessee, what, every three years, something like that? Yeah, so? It isn't like... Less, it is like Nick Saban who you play every year. And you know, to be honest with you, I would love to see less uh, Nick Saban back at LSU. You'd love to see who? Nick Saban back at LSU. Oh, shit. And I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people in South Louisiana who do it the same way. And there's even conversations with Les, with um, Nick Saban that one of the biggest mistakes he's ever made was leaving LSU. Given how many national championships he has, I don't know that he would see that as, as agreeable. True, but can you imagine how many national championships he could have won at LSU? Probably the same amount of. And I'm pretty sure that most LSU fans would disagree with me, but Nick Saban built the current LSU team, even though that's, what, 20 years removed, because he was able to get the funding to build up the facilities, and you had the people draft, well, recruited, came to LSU because of those facilities. And it was all because of Nick Saban. Sounds to me like you're an Alabama fan. No, I am an LSU fan. I want the best for the school and the team that I love. And if it takes letting the enemy back in, so be it. As far as Alabama, they could all rot in hell for all I care. He could change his stripes and come back to become a tiger. That's fine with me. I'll welcome him with open arms. I'll help him unpack his house in Baton Rouge. Doesn't bother me. I want what's best for the team. You know, you would not believe the number of Alabama fans in South Louisiana because of Nick Saban. Because they follow him more than they follow the Tigers. Because of what he did for the Tigers. 
And it's a little disgusting because I can't stand Alabama. And the funny thing is, I can't stand any team whose colors have red in them. But my high school had red, my college had red, and I'll support those the day I die. But as far as the SEC, if there's any kind of red in there, like what happened last night or what's going to happen when LSU faces Alabama later in the year, can't see in that color red. Now, orange is a different factor. It's just, why the hell you got orange? Of all the colors of the rainbow, orange? And it's not even a pretty orange. It's like, it's like safety orange. The Tennessee Vols, we're the safety police. Look at us. Our team colors are painted on the uh, Golden State Bridge. Better than that nasty-ass Texas Longhorn Orange. Yeah, that's just a burnt crap. The volunteer mascot, it's a safety cone. Look at that. Look how pretty that orange is. Who was that coach a few years ago that had the custom-made orange pans from England that lasted like two seasons? At which school? Tennessee. Was he a football coach or the basketball coach? Wait, is it Lane Kiffin? Lane Kiffin didn't even last the whole season. Bastard. Is, is, Is he the one that had the safety orange pants that he got imported from England? No, that actually sounds like Derek Dooley. Maybe I think it was Dooley. Because they made a big stink about this. I was watching LSU-Tennessee, and that was the game where Tennessee not really lost. <laughs> and LSU didn't really win. It was, uh, they had like 13 men on the field, and there was a, a second-chance effort where LSU was able to win the game. Well, that whole game, there was the talk about the coach's pants. He had the orange pants that were imported from England because no one in America could actually make that color in pants. Funny as hell. Hang on, man. If you could describe Ted Cruz in one word, this is for anybody on the call. If you can describe Ted Cruz in one word, what would it be? Um, opportunist. I've heard bum. I've heard opportunist. Barbara? Uh, um... Um, 
Lion Ted. Is that Jill's version of Lion Ted, L-I-O-M? Or or Trump's version of Ted, L-Y-I-N? Trump's version. All right, Tricia, if you could describe Theodore Cruz in one word, what would it be? Well, I already said bum. How about scumbag? Huh? <laughs> Boy. I thought the Texas fella said bum. But he must be asleep. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to have to jet off here because I have to work early in the morning. Plus, I'm taking over a new job in the next week or two, so i got to get myself used to a different schedule. Hopefully, they have me taking it over next week. I'm but sending... Wait a minute. I'm sending you a picture of that phone here. Okay. Damn. Where are you sending it to? Wait a minute. Messenger. Huh? Wait a minute. Messenger decides it wants to work. Okay, well now I know where you're sending it. Damn it. A little bit earlier. Actually, about about a month and a half ago. My brother wanted to know where he could find a copy of Milo Yiannopoulos' book. Huh? My brother wanted to know where he could find a copy of Milo Yiannopoulos' book. Okay. And I said, try uh, the local library, because he didn't want to pay for it. I said, if I looked at Amazon, he didn't want to pay for it. He just wanted to read it. Well, he messaged me back this afternoon. He says, they still don't have the book and all this crap. I'm like, listen, I wouldn't go with any modern-day political philosophers or people right. posing as political philosophers. So I wouldn't read anything by uh, Ann Coulter. I wouldn't read anything by Mayo My- Yiannopoulos or uh, Ben Shapiro or any of these people. said, so you want to get really educated in the subject, start reading the classics. So I said, listen, read, start off with Machiavelli the Prince, read Dostoevsky, read Adam Smith, read John Locke, just start getting the basics down that when you could actually start learning political philosophy and you jump in from there. Because that, that way the, the Constitution actually makes sense to you. Like, okay, yeah, I'll start doing that. <clears throat> I read so much of John Locke, I'm so sick of damn John Locke. Well, I told him, I said, people nowadays, it's like throwing red meat to lions or wolves or whatever, that they're just printing shit that you want to hear. And all of these, most of these modern-day people, that's all they're, they're doing. Actually, one of the best books I've read in the last probably 10 years is by, uh, Oh, God, what's his name? He wrote, um... Oh, he's on Fox News. He's the managing editor of, uh... I can see him. He's a Jewish guy. 
He wrote, uh, was it liberal fascism? I can't think of his Okay, name. just finish. He wrote liberal fascism. I read that one, and I, I read the one after that, which was... Um, Barbara, that appears to be the uh, cooling vents for the phone. Most likely where your oh, speaker is, because okay. your your earphone port is over on your. If you're looking at it from this direction, it's over on your right hand side, and then the middle part's your right. charger. The left part's going to be your speaker and your your heat vent. Join a gold balloon. Okay. Jonathan, that's the uh, the author I'm talking about. Okay. Have you ever read any of his work? Yes. Now, I, I, I read his second book, which I can't remember the name at this point. But there was mentioning of Gandhi. There's a whole chapter on Gandhi. There's a whole chapter on the Spanish Inquisition and all this other crap. Pretty much how history was rewritten to make the good guys, make make the bad guys look good, like Gandhi. Even even Mother Teresa, there's parts of Mother Teresa that are just like, no, I don't think you should be a saint, ma'am. Say what? There were things about Mother Teresa, which once you realize the type of person she was, you really question her charity work, like holding back resources from the people in India just to make things look good for her. Letting those bees huh. run rampant. I don't believe that. Oh, yeah. Read, I believe that. Read about Mother Teresa. There's a lot of things that she's done which makes her a little less holier than we think. Same thing with Gandhi. There's a lot of things about Gandhi. Well, which, which Gandhi was a fake about. and a fraud and deserved to be in prison. Well, yeah, he was a Mother Teresa, fraud. Mother Teresa, a different tale. In all my years in politics, I don't think I ever heard one negative word from anybody about her. Okay. Yeah. I've heard a good bit about Mother Teresa. Like her withholding vaccines because she wants the children to be sick. Withholding. withholding, No. um, I'm not buying that. Well, I'm sorry, but there's, there's things that I've heard about Mother Teresa that I've. I've heard from various sources about her that just question her legitimacy. I got a hard time believing that. Well, there's mm. even people. Well, well, I question Pope John Paul at this point, even though I'm a I'm a Catholic, and the things that went on during his papacy with the uh, the scandals that's going on in the in the Americas and Europe and all that. 
Okay. Now, I will say this. Well, this current pope is an idiot. Yes, he is. He's a socialist. Yeah, he is. Now, I will say this. And unless you're Catholic, you really won't understand this. But there's a lot of young men who see themselves as gay. And because their faith is so strong, they decide not to enter into a homosexual relationship and then join the priesthood. And I think that's a lot of what the scandals, the sex scandals have become. A lot of the, the big Catholic families in this country are in Europe. Hell, the priests at the church on my the, the university I graduated from, well, he's a the former priest anyway. He came out and said he was gay, but he had taken took a vow of celibacy, and he was this and that. He wasn't sexually active, but he said that he came out as gay, and he decided that instead of living in sin, he was going to become priest. And I think that's a lot of what the sexual scandals in the Catholic Church have become. You have a lot of these families which frown upon homosexuality, so homosexuals become stick priests. Stick it in, stick it in. Yeah, pretty much. Instead then, of gay, instead of glade plug in, it's glade stick it in. <laughs> but um, I don't think there's any church in this world which is beyond. Um, well, now, according is, to Trisha and her friends, according, uh, to, Trisha, according to Trisha and her friends, uh, don't even. In, in six days, we ain't got to worry about it. Don't even. Wait, it's working again. It was supposed it's to end last year, and the year before. It's, that, yeah. the year before it's that. ending again. Is that, is because evidently, again? listen, I, I went and researched this. I never said it. Even though Virgo lines up every twelve years with this phenomenon that's getting ready to happen on the twenty third. Get the fact that it happens. Jupiter, and and then there's yeah. Mars and and Venus. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So. I went researching this. I never said anything about the Now, here's going to be Trisha's problem. Here's Trisha's problem. Okay. She's been preaching this now for a couple of months. You better back off because I never said anything about the 23rd. What's going to happen on the 24th when we're still here? <laughs> you better you even know, stop. I am not a biblical scholar, but I do remember the passage that no one will know the time. The oh, I'm going to tell you like I tell everybody else. It says no man shall know the day nor the hour. But the Bible makes very clear that you can get pretty dang close. Yeah. And uh, all you have to do, and, and I'm going to go back to what I've said since day one. All you have to do is watch the Golan Heights. Watch the Golan Heights. The Golan Heights will give you every indicator you need. Well, okay. What Armageddon happened fifty years ago? When when the Golan Heights are given up in a peace accord by Israel, might as well go ahead and get ready to pucker up, Buttercup, because it's coming any time. Yeah. Now, for you Catholics, for you Catholics, 
obviously we need you to convert to true Christianity because we don't want to see y'all go to hell. But Catholicism mm-hmm. was the true Christianity. No, no, it, ain't. Off no it was not. Catholicism branched off from us. Wrong answer there, it buddy. Started with wrong, Peter. Mark, wrong. Just because Martin Luther wanted to uh, up. Read the King James. It ain't uh, in there King about Catholics. by Shakespeare. And there was no such thing as Catholics. That is true. Christianity was started by Christ. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And the lineage. Okay. I, won't I don't care about what Catholics say. I won't get You're wrong. argument. Actually, 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 Christ didn't start the Catholic religion. It was Saint Peter and, and the apostles when they started the. Uh, <laughs> actually, actually, it, it actually wrong. wasn't Peter. Peter. It actually wasn't Peter either. Wrong. I'm not. <laughs> not you, Peter. I'm. I'm talking about what they're saying about Peter and Paul. Wrong. Yeah, I know it's wrong. It's it's a very huge fallacy. Come on, y'all can't. Well, have you ever heard the mass sung in Latin? Because Mark, Mark, where you're not a biblical scholar. Uh huh. Okay. You are. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, I can't say I'm a super scholar because I don't have a doctorate in theology, but I studied enough at Liberty to get a pretty good idea. And one of the things that we were made to do is study Catholicism in depth. Uh-huh. Okay, both Anglican Catholicism and Roman Catholicism. So I'm just going to tell y'all wrong. But <laughs> this is a political show, not a religious show. But I do need to start doing religious shows because I'm going to have to educate you Catholics. I'm just saying. <laughs> have you ever heard the Mass sung in Latin? It doesn't make any difference. Beautiful, beautiful. I love I've heard it. I yeah, okay, I wait a minute. Let me let me just go ahead and shoot this argument down. If you truly read the Bible, you'll know that Satan is beautiful as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, we see we see where they're going to get us. Yes, he, is. he was an angel of light. Mm. So well, there's a video on YouTube that says, "Oh, look, the Vatican is uh, professing itself to to um to." Mark, I know you're not trying to defend this pope. No, I'm not. But no, no, I, no, no. I'm serious in saying this. There are there, there are videos on YouTube that says that the Vatican is professing its glory to Lucifer. Well, Lucifer is just the light giver. That's so more along talk, the lines of the Mormon Church that does that correct. No, but but when they talk about Lucifer in a Latin mass, they're talking about the light. So Christ our light is Christ the Lucifer. Uh, Christos, Christ, Christ the Lucifer. No, Mark. absolutely See? not. Mark. No, Christ our light. Lucifer is, is, no. is, is light Lucifer for, is for light. Lucifer Mark. is pure evil. No. no, no, no. Well, yeah. oh. oh, Lord, somebody bring me the blessed star. Bring me the blessed star. Lucifer, <laughs> Leave it up to Mark to get people you're going. Here we go. Interpreting the words. The words. Oh yes, oh yes. We, we most definitely Why? need a Sunday night religious roundtable. Was expelled from. 
Well, believe it or not, we actually do a Bible study. We haven't done it in the past month or so because I've been busy. But we actually have, we do a Bible study where Mark, for the most part, is on his best behavior. Yeah, okay. I don't see anything about... Um... He knows he's confused. Oh, um, yes. Yes. Very, very confused. No, For real. God, God will uh, repent. guide me. Repent. I don't, I, I must have muted. Uh, if anybody's muted and they want to be unmuted, you can press star six on your phone. It will unmute you. It will also mute you if you're unmuted. So if you want to be cool. muted, star six. If you want to be unmuted, star six. I say repent, it's the end of the world. Just to make sure you're good to go by the 23rd. Oh, Trisha. Just when the stars align and and the sun rises in Virgo, you're screwed. Well, I'm just curious. If that's the case, that's happened every 12 years. So have we been screwed every 12 years? And just, I know what it is. We're on a big reality show called Left Behind. And we got left behind the first time it happened. There we go. Wasn't the world going to end on on December 20th, uh, the 22nd, 2000? Well, the thing is, I've never understood these people that write books that say the world's going to end like it's the end of that year. Because you know they've not had enough time. I believe that. You know they've not got enough time to get paperback sales and stuff like that. They need to at least make a couple years down the road. Well, Get some paperback sale. Using astro- astrology, which is blasphemy to God. Because the Bible says it's a yeah. cult religion. So the they Bible? believe in the hey, horoscopes. Yeah, go ahead. Let's let's give somebody else a chance to flap. Well, I, I keep just, hearing somebody trying to jump in. Man. I was I was well, interrupting. I'm, I'm sorry. just making it obvious because. What we're saying with the sky and the heavens and the stars is nothing more than astrology. You do realize you're about to be run out of here on the rail, right? Yeah, pretty much. I understand. Okay, I'm, I'm just warning you that you're about to be run out on the rail. Yeah, but it's okay. fun. Yeah, I, I, know some, I know somebody had a comment, so go ahead. Um, hi, everybody. Hi. Um, I, um, doesn't the Bible say that, that the generation of the fig tree, um, that that's the end times, and aren't we in the generation of the fig tree now? Yes, the Bible does talk about the fig tree. No, we're not. That, I that thought is that the it most... started in the 40s, and that, that the well, generation is either 40, 70, or 120 years. A lot of people... Past the 40... Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. A lot of people actually actually are are using that, Okay. But it also says that every generation will believe they are the generation of the fig. Right. Okay. Absolutely. And it says that there are signs. Okay. And there's one key sign that when you when you go into Revelation, um, there are key signs in three books. Okay. That deal with with end times. The book of Daniel. Okay. The book of Elijah, and the book of Revelation. Okay. Now. If you, there is one big key sign to look for, and you may have heard me mention it a few minutes ago, the Golan Heights, okay? If you go study a map, you will look that Golan Heights is a mountain region that protects Israel from Syria, Iran, Russia, etc. 
And the Bible says Golan. I'm sorry. Golan. Golan Heights. Golan Heights. And that when Israel gives up her natural defenses, her natural defenses is that mountain range. That the beginning of the end will will come. Okay. So if you hang on, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. So the Israelis gained the Golan Heights in 47. 1947, I'm aware. And defended it again in 67. Yes. And then Which is when again. Britain, that was done again in the 80s. And the, the yes, the Golan Heights is, is the key to everything. So, yes, the Bible does say that no man shall know the day nor the hour. That's a true statement, okay? But the Bible also says that you will know by the things that go on around you. And the biggest, the biggest thing is, is most people want to take Revelation and Daniel and Elisha and, and other books, and they want to try and make them literal, and they're not. Okay, they're all alliterations because when John, for example, when when John saw the heavens opened up, do you honestly believe there's a two-headed dragon? I'm not the sure what that's referring to. Of course not, but. But but what but then how Well I'm gonna i I'm gonna tell you what it's referring to. Okay. It's it's fairly simple. It's referring to military equipment. For example, in the book of Daniel, when Daniel talks about the airplane, how does he describe it? He describes it as the wingspan of an eagle, the face of a lion, the body of a bear. Okay. And when they talk about the radio, when Daniel talks about the radio, you know, the way that it's used to describe is through animals. Now, why do I tell all that? Because when you take the book of Revelation and you turn it into alliteration instead of practical, which is what many people try to do, okay, then you begin to look at things a little differently. So I challenge everybody on the call, go look, go read the book of Revelation. As a matter of fact, for those that want to, um, Barbara, write this down and remind me that I have said this. Um, beginning October, the first week of October on Thursdays, I will do a study series. I'll go bust, dust off all of my study books on the book of Revelation, and we'll break it down verse by verse and right. go through it line by line. And we'll start that on what day were we doing the Bible studies, Barbara? Thursday. Thursday. Well, I'm trying to make sure that that was the day we were originally going to do them anyway. So. We'll start breaking that down line by line, and we'll go through it. And I'll bring, I'll bring several experts on here that deal with Revelation and have them talk to people. Um, I will also see if I can get John Hagee or Matthew to come on uh, for about 30 minutes and talk about prophecy from Revelation. May I ask you a question? Certainly. What is your view about rapture? Well, what about it? I mean, uh, uh, the rapture well, is going to happen. Are you asking? No, are I you asking? Rapture. If, See, I believe there, there's no rapture. You believe there is or is not? There is not. Where, where in the Bible? If you'll tell me, I'll go look in my Bible. Where, where in the Bible it, it talks about rapture? Well, I do not be fooled. Do not be fooled to, to fly away. You will not fly away. That if you're wearing this flesh body around, then, then it's not Christ. It's the Antichrist. 
Because some of you yeah. might not fly away to save, save your souls. What what translation do you use? Uh, King James. You use the actual King James? Yes, sir. If you'll tell me where where you know about rapture in the Bible, I'll be more than happy to to, to study that more because I'm no expert on the Bible. In the Bible. If the rapture is discussed in the Bible. Right. Where about? The rapture is actually discussed in a few different places. And I'll tell you what, if you'll give me a few minutes, I'll actually look that up and give you the things. i got to go pull my Bible out because I've got it written down in there. But it does actually talk about it. It talks about it when it starts to break the seals in Revelation, when they start talking about breaking the seals. And in Revelation, and Trish, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it starts to talk about the bride of Christ, which is the church. Exactly. And the, the church will be pulled out. So, yes, there will be a rapture. As far as the Antichrist, here's the deal with the Antichrist. It doesn't talk about people rising in the sky with Antichrist. What it talks about is the Antichrist will be raised from the dead, and he will rise into the sky. Um, because the miracles and people will think that he's Jesus. That they will think he's Jesus, because what's going to happen is he's going to be shot dead in the street. Fabian? Yeah. Revelation 3, 10, and 11. Okay. Those are your rapture scriptures. Yeah, let me go. 11. Hang on a second. Let me go. Oh, right, out yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to deviate from the topic tonight. No, you're not. Listen, this this is not our normal call. This okay. was just are, kind of. I was glad to look on the chat and um, see that there were people from the south on there. Where are you from? California. I'm, I'm in Arkansas. We're at in Arkansas. Southern Arkansas. What part? Well, it's a very small town. I, um, let's just say I'm in the I'm around Union and Washtenaw County. Okay. Well, because I know people in Johnson County, Pope County. Well, uh, above me. I'm sorry. That's all um, north of here. Right. You're down. You're down in what they what call the say? flatlands. Yeah, LA. <laughs> yeah, LA. you're down in the flatlands. Hang on just a second, and I'll I'll get that and I'll read it. Hold on a minute. Somebody from Louisiana here too, isn't there? Sorry. Isn't there somebody from Louisiana here? No. Mark, you still on? Me, yeah, I'm from Louisiana there. Are you? What? Man, I'm from down the bayou there. Down the bayou. Laser bonjour, Boulay. Bonjour, comment ça va? I don't speak. I don't speak French. I just know that one. Like a good oh, is it Bonton Roulet? Laisse le Bonton Roulet. That's all I know. Fabian's also in Chapter 1, Verse 7. Yeah, I know. I knew it was in 1. I don't I do not do a lot of series. Are we forgetting Job? I don't... I'm sorry? Are we forgetting Job? What about him? a lot of prophecy that... Yes, Job did have a lot of problems. Isaiah does too, right? Well, Isaiah, Isaiah actually, yeah. I mean, but you have to realize something. When you're talking about end times, a lot of the prophecy that came from Job, that came from Elisha, not Elijah. Uh, Before Jesus. Yes, they were. But 
you if you want to talk about end times prophecy, a lot of it comes from Daniel and John. Mm, not all of it, but a lot of it. And Revelation as a you know, most pastors kind of stay away from Revelation. Right. Um not for, you know, nefarious reasons, but um, it's hard for a lot of people to understand. Behold, he cometh with a cloud, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him, even so. Now, if 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 anybody can, and, and I'll just go ahead and put this out there, if anybody can afford it, you should go get what's called a rainbow Bible. Okay, a rainbow Bible, and and they have it in different versions. They've got it in King James. They've got it in New King James. Rainbow Bibles, uh, you can get them at ChristianBooks.com for about forty bucks. But they take every verse of the Bible, like a Strong's coordinate. And no, well, it's even better than that. They color code it. Huh. Every single word of the Bible is color coded. Every verse is color coded, and. Based on the color, it talks about um, anything that's a light purple references God. Anything green references love. Anything brown is evil. Anything blue is salvation. Yellow, it talks about family. Pink is outreach. And I'm going to tell you, for people that are studying the Bible, this is an excellent tool. Um, my, As a matter of fact, my sermon Bible is a color-coded Bible. Okay, so... Let us go to Revelation 3. Now, this this particular, where we're going, is it's a letter to the Church of Philadelphia. Okay, this particular, where we're going to be reading from, yeah, was a you? letter. I'm sorry? I'm sorry, Catherine, verse? 3, 10, 11. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I will also keep you, or thee, from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Now, again, it goes back. Now, you have to go on down a little further. And again, if for those of you that are tuning in that this interests you, Barbara, Barbara, will you send me a reminder on Facebook? Send me a reminder on Facebook the first Thursday of September that we'll do this. October. 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 I'm sorry. October. And what I'll do is on each call, here's uh, for the Arkansas lady, and I apologize, ma'am. Is your name Ashley? Yes, sir. Okay. Don't call me, sir. I put my pants on like everybody else. Um, on this program, we do this program right here called Political Straight Talk. We do it every Friday night. Okay. At what time? 10 p. We do it at 10 p.m. Yeah, Eastern. It's Eastern, Eastern, so it'll be 9 p.m. Central. Right. Okay. okay. Every Friday mm-hmm. we're here. And then, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And then on Thursdays, what we'll start doing is uh, Deliverance by Grace Ministries will actually start 
doing a program, and if you'll hang on, I'll give you the call code for that. Uh, do you come on talk show a lot? Um, I'm actually new. I'm not a new, newly targeted, but I spent the when I first realized what was actually that there was a name for it and that there were other people. All the sites that I went to apparently were um, were I don't know because I, I I signed up for I bet you I signed up for twenty or thirty newsletters or anything and never got any responses, never talked to any person, nobody. And I thought, well, you know, um, these sites maybe this is just like some perky way to get to for them. I don't know, but I was I was not ever in contact with a person. And finally, I decided I watched lots, lots and lots and lots of YouTube videos. And um, I started to feel like I knew that a few people that, that I was sure, like maybe two or three, that I was really sure that they were true, true targeted. And um, I, so then I would go to their about, I mean, their page of the people that they subscribe to on YouTube, and that was how I sort of learned to get other people who were pretty much legit targeted by someone else that I thought was legit and following who they follow. And that gotcha. led me to the Ella to the talk show. I've only actually been on. I've only I, my first time to talk to to actually speak with other people was like about a week ago. So I'm very new to all of this, and it is the most wonderful, life-saving, morale-boosting experience for me because I was so isolated <laughs> and so by myself, you know, with no one, no one that I could talk to or listen to talk like real people and it's great to watch the YouTube videos but there's no back and forth it's just me feeling sound like I know them because I watch their videos right okay write this down we're gonna yeah. I'm gonna give you a couple of different codes okay I'm ready. because there there are three there are three different groups that that I do one is called ragtag Patriots it's semi-political it focuses mainly on uh, education we we target on that one. We spend a lot of time educating people on Islam in our school systems. We, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting. As a matter of fact, we're going to have a guest on Tuesday. That's on Tuesday nights at eight p.m. your time, and that code is one four two one two seven. And if you're on Facebook, if you'll look up Ragtag Patriots, you will find us there. And then on Fridays, we do this one, which is Political Straight Talk. This is my show. I've been doing it on here since 2003. And you are? My name is Fabian. My handle is actually Political Superman. So if you look it up on TalkShoe, you'll see it as Political Superman. That code number is 48063. That is every Friday without fail at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. your time. And then the Deliverance by Grace Bible Study. As a matter of fact, if you put these codes in and you fix it to follow them, it'll send you an email whenever we are going to do a program. Okay. So you can put these codes in and it will allow you to follow us. Not on but Facebook, the co- right? Uh, on Facebook or? Well, if you, if you go to Talk okay. if you go to TalkShoe, up in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see a thing that says Keyword or Call ID. Right. If you'll put that call ID in, it'll pull up that page, and you can click follow it, and it will send you an email. As long as you're registered with TalkShoe, it'll send you an email anytime a call is scheduled. Wonderful. Thank you for that. And the last code is Deliverance by Grace Bible Studies, which is done Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 
And we may bump that back. As a matter of fact, I'm going to bump that back to 9 p.m. Eastern, so it'll be 8 p.m. on Thursday nights. And that code is 142007. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And, yes, sir. And what this will do, now I will tell you, in those Bible studies, and these guys can tell you, we have a plethora of people. As you heard, we've got a couple of wayward Catholics on here. Uh, we have Baptists. We have uh, Holy Rollers. We've we've got a plethora of people, and you're everybody's free to express their opinion. Um, it's a study. I will teach you based on what I have learned and what I believe. You will find that some things that I I don't agree with that I was taught. Um, there's a couple of big ones that I don't agree with. And it took me years to realize that religion as a whole is wrong in that area. And, and you know, the good Lord above finally showed me the direction. Um, to go well, with that. He gave you two eyes to hear and two eyes to see and ears to hear. And, you know, right? And so, like, the, the rapture question for me, well, while you haven't seen... I don't what 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 it is that I don't believe. You haven't sure. said you haven't said that, that that you believe what I what I said I don't believe. And and actually you never said rapture. So I'm not sure if you're quoting verses uh, end time verses, but the word rapture like that is well, it's a it's a man created word that came along long after the Bible, right? Well, heaven heaven is actually a man created word that came along too. Yes. So 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 you when know. you're saying that you do believe there is a rapture. Now I'm curious as to what it is that you mean by that. Here's what's what going to happen. What I meant that I don't believe is I don't believe that there's going to be traffic jams because because we're all going to be flying up to the sky, you know, with with Jesus. That's what well, I it believe. says it says that when He returns in the eastern sky, that it'll be in the blink of an eye, and the dead in Christ shall rise, and those that are there will meet them in the air. So it is going to happen, but it's not going to happen as it's being portrayed on uh, the Left Behind series. Okay, you're, there's not going to be a traffic jam in the sky because everybody's heading up. It's going to be an instantaneous thing. And the Bible does say very clearly that before the first seal is broken, the church will be removed from the earth because the plagues and um, the destruction is going to be released upon the earth. And so the church, the church will not go through that. And Revelation says that very clear. Whether you choose to use the word rapture, whether you choose to use the word heaven, you know, you're right. The rapture, the word rapture, the word trinity, and the word heaven was actually added afterwards. Right. Because the Bible doesn't speak of the trinity either. Fabian. Yes. Is it Ecclesiastic? The, Ecclesiastes. The, um, Ecclesiastes, the letter of Paul, the Ecclesiastes, where he was in prison, Correct. No. He actually wrote several letters that were him in prison, but Ecclesiastes was not one of them. Ecclesiastes okay. is about Solomon. Yes, okay. Ecclesiastes I mean, and Solomon. That's what we're doing okay. right what, now. What, what is cool. the book where he was in prison? There's only five chapters of the book, and it's considered the book of joy. Considered the is book it, of what? Considered the book of joy. Is it Second um, Corinthians? You're talking about Second Corinthians. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it, it, listen, it, it's like this right here. And, and this is what I tell people, okay? 
everybody wants to put a supernatural touch on everything. Mm-hmm. And it just ain't the way it's happening. And I'll give you a big one that most people just can't seem to wrap their head around. Just about everybody I know is convinced that the minute they die, they're in heaven. No. Hang on. Of course, Catholics don't believe that. But but in general, Christianity, Baptist, Methodist, Holiness, Holy Rollers, Nazarenes, all of them believe absent from the body, present with the Lord. Okay? And they take that one little phrase, and they think that when you die, you're in the presence of God. Can everybody agree that that's the majority of the thinking? That is the majority, yes. So, now let us travel back in time to the book of Acts. Okay? And it says, and y'all done got me starting to preach now. Y'all are in trouble. Doesn't God say that from dust he created you and, and to dust you'll return? And from to dust you will return. Mm-hmm. Because, and and here's, we're put Acts on hold. We're going to go to Acts. But here, here is a big one for you. Here is a big one for you. How does Christ refer to death? Whenever he speaks of death, what does he say? You're sleeping. That is correct. When he talks to the disciples, as they are four days late going to Lazarus, as they are walking into the city, he says, why are you in angst? For Lazarus is what? Asleep. Sleeping. What is the ultimate separation from God? Here's your big one. What is the ultimate separation from God? Sleep. Death, which is the great sleep. Okay? That is the ultimate separation from God. Now, let us travel back to Acts. Okay? Because some of this challenges the conventional thinking. Okay? There's a lot of people that that this challenges their thinking. It challenged mine for years. And when I would, especially when I was in seminary, and I would ask this question because I've always challenged this. For example, well, we'll go to that in a minute. But... When you when you go to Acts, and as Christ is is finishing up, and you know he's selecting Matthias to go ahead and and take his take Judas's place. Which, by the way, would you really want to be known as the guy that takes Judas's place? I'm just saying. I don't know that I would have. Okay, so anybody here, and, and don't don't cheat. Look at this. Mark, fourth dimensional plane, where Christ died 2,000 years ago. But because Christ is a fourth dimensional being, Christ does not understand the idea of time. So when a person dies, they enter into the fourth dimension. There is no time. Where time is not lucid. Okay, well, let's... Let's correct something here. The fourth dimension, which you refer, was created by and utilized by the Catholics and only the Catholics. Okay? So that that is what they used to refer to as purgatory. Mm-hmm. Now they have determined there is no purgatory. But let's go to Acts chapter 1, and we'll start with verse 10. And it says, When did okay? you die? Mark? Okay, I'll behave. Thank you. Whatever that noise is in the background, Barbara, I'm pretty sure it's you. 
Barbara's our noisy one. <laughs> Acts 1, chapter 10. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand gazing into the heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Now, Christ himself, what does he say to them? As as he as he's ready to ascend, what are the words that he says? Oh, I'm Anybody with know? You always. No, I'm with you always. He he does say that I'm with you always, but he says, "For I go to prepare for you a place." And what does he say he's going to do when he's done? If I prepare a place for you, I will come and come and get you. He's going to come back. Now, two words in the Bible, but that's what he's saying. That's that's a paraphrase. Okay, so let's let's look at this. Okay, so Christ has gone into heaven. Okay, we've already determined how long is a day in heaven compared to Earth. Thousand years. That is correct. A day in heaven is a thousand years on Earth. Now, second part of that is if he's going to prepare a place. Okay, let's look at it from a practical point of view. And look at it from a construction zone point of view. He's going to prepare a place. He's building the mansions. He's streets of gold, crystal sea, pearly gates, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What would be the point of him coming back to get people if they die and go straight there? This is no point. What is the logic behind this? For he says, first comes the death, the great sleep. And then what? What comes after death? The resurrection. First comes the death, then the resurrection. So it, it's a, well, we're not going to say stupid. We're going to say that the the whole point of everybody assuming that the minute you die, that's where you go. It's just, it's not practical, and it doesn't make any sense. And it throws the whole timeline of the rest of the Bible off kilter. Agreed. So, again, people people look at it from, they try to, instead of looking at it from a practical point of view, they want to look at it from this whole... I don't know if it's a a matter of people use it as a comfort factor. I don't know. Um, Some, I do believe so. But others, you know, I think others just truly don't want to take the time to understand. They take one one or two sentences. For example, I'll, I'll use the most famous of the misquoted verses. Hang on just a second. I'll jump in. A very misquoted sentence. Money is the root of all evil. It is. Love of money is the root of all evil. Well, we're forgetting the caveat, which is love of money, comma, asterisk.
is all evil. Making money is not a sin. Loving money is the sin. When when the, the money becomes more important to you than God, then that's a sin. Well, yes, it is. That's why Jesus was able to sit down with the tax collectors and all of the Pharisees and all of those collected the money because they weren't in love with money. They just collected it. St. Paul, the persecutor, was a tax collector. He wasn't in love with money. His job was to collect the money. Okay. Now we'll get back on topic since we've gotten off a topic. And the one of the most misquoted verses of the Bible is in Matthew. Judge not, lest ye be judged. Now, on face value, you would think that means don't judge other people, right? Okay, and that would be, everybody agree? That's what it sounds like. But, if we take that a little bit further, and we study it a little bit further, this is probably one of my favorite ones to get people with. <clears throat> because, you would be amazed at how many people want to use that to say, well, you can you can't judge me for what I do. Only God can judge me. But when God tells us not to judge, he tells us not to judge unbelievers. For they cannot be held to the same standard as a believer. If you are a fellow believer, you have every obligation to hold accountable or judge the actions of your fellow believers. So if Trisha is out here working at the Booty Bungalow on Friday nights. She finally quit, y'all, by the way. She no longer does that. Uh, if she's out here stripping on Friday nights, well, if a fellow Christian goes in and sees her, well, first of all, somebody's going to have to talk to him because he shouldn't be there. But... And I use it as a funny alliteration. Trisha's never danced, at least not that I know of, and I'm just picking on her. But the point being is that you would hold each other accountable. Trisha would ask Mark why he was in there, and Mark would be like, well, why are you on the pole? If you claim to be a Christian, you wouldn't put that stuff in your mind. So we have an obligation to hold each other accountable or to judge each other's actions because Christ told us to. But he said not to hold non-believers to the same standards because obviously they're not there yet. Because if you hold a non-believer to the same standard, you're going to push them away from the love of Christ. Okay. Who was it that was stoning when, when he said that he, that he was without sin cast the first stone? That's exactly right. When he said those without sin, because here was the issue. They were going to stone Mary because she was... Well, the town prostitute. And because they, because those very people who had skeletons in their closet, they were going to kill her for their for her sins. 
And that's an alliteration because, again, people use that one as a way to say, well, you got stuff in your eye, you can hold me accountable for mine. Well, that's not true. If you're a non-believer, no. Okay, I'll give you an example. For those that go out here and claim to be atheist, okay, and claim that there's no deity, well, how can we hold them to the standards of Christianity if they don't believe those standards? We can't. You can only hold those standards to those who believe. And those that don't, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to be an example. Yep. You're supposed to love one another as Christ loved each other, as Christ loved us. Okay? Love your neighbor as Christ loved us. Or even better, love your neighbor like you love yourself. So, and I know we're kind of going all over the place tonight, but it's it's Wait, mainly just... This trying. is where we can start an argument, because the idea that Mary of Magdalene being a prostitute was only because of the books that were allowed into the Christian canon. Now, you're about to go down the road of Christ had an affair with her. Don't. No, but you, no, I think no, you say that she's a prophet. I'm not going that direction. I'm only going He is going direction. that direction. I know where he's going. I'm going to the direction of we have to understand that in the Nicene <laughs> Council and then in the Trent Council, there's a host of other councils of biblical purging. Where men decided that, that they didn't have women in the Bible. What books were going to be allowed. Okay. Yes, there, there were councils. And, Mark, I know where you're going with some of that, and that's hogwash, and I'm going to call you out on it before it ever starts. Okay. Because. Here, Fabian. What? Can I interject something in here? Sure. Because I've been hearing something lately that's really got me disturbed where they're saying that <clears throat> Christ and Mary were married. Number yes. one, Christ could never be married because if he were married, he would not be sinless. And he was absolutely sinless. Christ okay, well, now, now here's your question. Here, here's, here, and, and I'm going to, this is important. Why would he being married make him not sinless? Because he had laid with a woman. He, whether he was married to her or not. He laid with a woman. That gave uh-huh. him, that caused him to have sin. That's right. Lust he of the lust of the flesh. That's exactly right. He was absolutely very good. Sinless. All right, continue. And that that that's all I wanted to say. That there's absolutely there's outside of outside of certain Catholic scholars who have come up with that cockamamie bull. <laughs> there is no there is no proof. Well, they're saying they've got um, a papyrus, or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. It says that Jesus made the, the comment, apparently, at the during the Last Supper, that Mary was his wife and she was also his disciple. No, he never said well, that. Well, every, every, written, every written communication that has been translated that I have seen, with the exception of the one, that nobody seems to be able to authenticate um, says quite the opposite. 
And so it would, again, if Christ were married and Christ or Christ had an affair with Mary, it would throw out the entire Bible and make it all false. Exactly. All of it. Okay. And from where I sit, every major archaeological find that I have seen in my lifetime does nothing but prove it true. The biggest one was probably in the 90s when they found the ark. So, uh, um, I believe that's all there is to it. Uh, yeah, so, you're not going to change my mind. Nobody. Well, Mary, Mary. Now, now, does everybody know who Mary's brother was? Most people don't know this. I don't know. Who was Mary Magdalene's brother, Mark? Come on. James. It was not James. It was. It it was. I tell people when I teach the kids about this, I tell them that that this particular individual was Jesus's homie. It was his buddy. John? He was four. He was four days late getting to him. John. Nope. Come on, guys. Peter. <laughs> uh, y'all are about to go, y'all are gonna have to go Lazarus. look this up on there. Lazarus. It is Lazarus. Lazarus was town amount for for lack of a better term, Christ's best friend. And Martha tell, was sister. I tell everybody it's homie. Okay, now Mary. Well, Lazarus, you know, he met, he'd actually met Lazarus prior to meeting Mary at the well. Obviously, he knew Mary at the well, and that's why he went, again, to speak a parable. But most people forget or don't even know that Lazarus and Mary were siblings, and Christ was very close to Lazarus and to Mary. And And you know, when... Went and to Martha, mm-hmm. and you know what did Mary offer to do to Christ when he first came into their house? Wash his feet. Wash his And if you know anything about Middle Eastern culture, you will know that feet is a big thing in that culture, even to this day. Yeah. You know, it's considered a big insult to throw your shoe at somebody. You know, when they threw the shoe at President Bush, that was considered a big insult. So, and and I know we're kind of going everywhere, but just trying to give everybody kind of a a overview, I guess. Something, some things to think about. Well, here's some food for thought. If God was going to take His only begotten Son, there is no if it happened. Well, it happened. But wouldn't God want his begotten son to live like Adam and gain a wife? No. No. Well, why not? Because, because God, 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 God granted Adam a wife. Sinless. He could God not have sin in his union, life. Right? He could not have sin in his life. Taking a wife would cause him to have sin. Not if you are 
married by the eyes of God. No, Not true. No. When 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 the when the tree of knowledge and by the way, another misconception in the Bible is that there was only one tree of knowledge in the Garden of Eden. Not but true. Isn't the tree of knowledge? No. It's the tree of knowledge. The, the tree of knowledge, there were actually multiple trees of knowledge. The one that they were told not to eat from was called the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yep. They didn't actually okay. eat from a tree, right? I'm sorry? They didn't actually eat from a tree, correct? They did. They ate the fruit. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that that was a that that was a like you said you know that, that it's not literal. I thought that it actually meant that she. No, it it was an actual it was an actual tree, which when you get she didn't to have, so it wasn't her having sex with that with. No. Okay. No. No, okay. no. Because I was taught, I was taught that they ate from a tree, I, and later I, told that that they that they that Mary, I mean, I'm sorry, that Eve had sex, and that 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 was what they meant by eating from the oh, tree. Oh no. Okay, I have I have an important question. Adam and Eve were when they were created, they were created to procreate. Right. Yeah, but it was not with Adam. No, it was with okay. Adam. Even no, I, okay. I mean, I mean, I mean that was what I was told you. Hey, guys, everybody, everybody, hey, everybody, right. hold on. Okay, first of all, when Satan appeared in the garden, he appeared as a serpent. Yep. Okay. There, There is no, even in the scrolls that were not included in the Bible, there is no account of her having sex with anyone other than Adam. And when it talks about her eating, she did actually take from the fruit of the tree. And it says, from the fruit of the tree. Yes. Now, I do know that there are, especially in, in recent years, I have heard, um, you know, the fruits of sex, et cetera, et cetera. I have heard that particular alliteration used, but there's no recorded evidence of that. And there is recorded evidence of her you know, taking a bite of a fruit. So, and the fruit is not an apple. For anybody that wants to call it an apple, it wasn't an apple. Nobody really knows what it was. Apples aren't indigenous to that area. It was most likely a pomegranate or something along those lines. Um, but nobody really knows that 100% for sure. Anyway. Yeah, because the garden was destroyed. That Well, no, the garden was not destroyed. It wasn't destroyed, but it was hidden from human's eyes. The, the garden, the garden is hidden from human eyes, and will be revealed at a later time. Uh, that goes into Revelation and Daniel. I see Donaldson decided to join us tonight. Our political show has went religious. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you sorry for? Uh, for? For deviating from the topic. We didn't have any topics tonight. When our when we do our shows, uh, Friday nights there's a topic and and you know we stay on task. Last night we did a special episode talking about the Red Cross, and tonight was just mainly, hey, do y'all want to do a call? So here we are. As a matter of fact, when you came on, um, we really weren't talking about anything, and voila, now we have a topic. So okay, I, I have don't, one question. Don't be sorry. What, Mark? When God became flesh, 
in Christ? Why would he, God deliberately exclude himself from human love? Because he loves us so much, right? The idea that Christ was married is not unheard of because if God really, was Mark? being made incarnate, he would want to experience human love. No. Mark, I'm, I'm going to assume that you're doing this just to try and play devil's advocate. Well, not just that. If, if you assume that Christ was taking the role of Adam and that Adam needed a He didn't heart. take the role of Adam. He took the role of God in human form so that he could withstand Satan and defeat Satan so okay. that we would not perish. Okay, if you want to defeat Satan, if you want to become human form, don't you have to experience human love? No. No. Why you can experience human love without having sex, can you not? Yes, it's called agape love is what it's called. And yes. So, Mark, you're talking about the physical. When you give in to the physical lusts of the flesh, that becomes a sin. Exactly. Why is that? Because God created that as well. He did, but you know, he does say that the only reason that marriage was created is so that man did not sin against the flesh. Because originally marriage was not. It, it, as a matter of fact, it, Paul tells everybody to not marry unless you just absolutely can't resist the uh, temptation of the flesh. Yeah, but Paul also argued that... It feels better to spill your seed in the belly of a whore than on the ground. Paul argued that Peter was married. Why couldn't he get married? Well, and this is where the the Catholics kind of took it real literal. And it was determined that if you were at that time were going to be a disciple or a a minister, rabbi, whatever you want to call it, uh, of that time, that it was best that you remain single and abstinent so that you could focus on the Lord. And that doing anything else would take away from him. Yeah, but you only realize that in Catholicism, popes and even priests weren't married up until a thousand years ago. I understand I mean, that, but that's, then, that's a doctrinal thing bad. put in place. There were, there were actually, there's actually evidence that there's a pope and his son became pope. But that's a doctrinal thing that was put in place by the church, not by the Bible. Yeah, because they wanted, they wanted men to focus on the Bible instead of marital duties. So, I think, and I do think that this Pope is about to change that, by the way. I don't believe that. I do. Not, okay, we'll argue this, but you did have some intercession with Pope John Paul II with allowing Anglican uh, priests who were married to become Catholic, Roman Catholic priests, Yes, but you already had to be married, and you already had to be accepted oh, into okay. the school. Had you, you can't get married once you're accepted. Well, yes, and well, currently, and it's been for thousands of years now. 
that if you are in, if you are married and you enter into holy orders, which you become a deacon in the church, you well, are good friend of mine, married and have a wife and children. Good friend of mine was accepted into the deaconate. He was married. Now he didn't have a child at the time because if he had had a child, they wouldn't have accepted him. But he had a child while he was in the deaconate, and they allowed him to finish. So he is now mm-hmm. a deacon. But they frown upon, like he had to give up all of his political activities. He had to give up other stuff too. It's just like but, the idea of women becoming priests in the Catholic Church. I think I will see men, married men, become, becoming priests before women becoming priests in Catholicism. Well, women, well, never mind. That's another discussion for another time. Well, that that goes back as far as back as... Uh, but women aren't to be leaders of a church. Thank you. That goes back into... That goes back into... What is it, uh, Pope Gregory? With that, I wouldn't Pope know. Gregory, I don't follow. I don't follow Catholicism. Well, I do. Well, you know, that is your right. Okay. Anyway, guys, it is my time to skedaddle out of here. I have got to get some rest and get ready for my new work schedule. So, anybody that wants to finish up with commentary is more than welcome to. <laughs> Kind of a closing comments and then got to run. Nope. Nope. Wow. Either we discussed all of this so clearly nobody has anything to say, or they're using the rule of don't discuss religion and politics. All right. Well, given that uh, nobody's got anything to say, you got to stand for something. You fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Thank a soldier, for without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. Thank the families of a soldier, for without them, we wouldn't have an all-volunteer army. And on behalf of Political Straight Talk and its co-hosts, have a good night, everybody. Good night.
Talk Recorded live. From seven, wait, seven? Yeah, seven to to nine or more PM. I listened to Uncle Floyd with his little cohort running the board there, Joe Lemire. And um it's corny, but it's funny. It's it's old school. My wife hates it. She'll listen to pretty much anything I listen to. I can't she believe can't this, people. The humor of Floyd Vizino um, and that show. She just she just does it. Yes, that's ladies and gentlemen, it's Paul Dinsky. Uh, so that's Monday Be night. So that's, you know, come home, have some dinner, kick back, uh, and throw on that Uncle Floyd show and... You know, get a laugh out of it. They both seem so stupid, but it's kind of an act, but they're both kind of stupid, except he's raking in his, Floyd's raking in his, you know, what would you, what would you get, four or $500 for a gig at the fucking Knights of Columbus Hall or the Eagles Hall? I mean, you can't be taking too much money out of those places, but I'm sure he's living comfortably. Um, I don't know where I was money thing but uh so anyway floyd uncle floyd and you know going back to when little paul lived in brooklyn and had a black and white tv in his room and the antenna was broken so at the end of the antenna you put a coat hanger in there and uh there used to be something called the uh uhf VHF. I should know this stuff, but it is late, and uh, it is the end of a long weekend, and uh, it was beautiful here. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And it's beautiful right now because I'm sitting outside. Um, For all the ladies out there, I have no shirt on, but I am wearing some shorts, so there you go. And some bedroom slippers, so that's setting the scene for you. Um, I know I'm totally going to forget where I was going with the Floyd thing, but uh, I think I was about to talk brilliance and it went out of my mind. Maybe it'll come back. Uh, Maybe it won't. But, uh, oh, as a kid, yes, see stuff when you, I'm going to get, I am a candidate for dementia or Alzheimer's because I already forget stuff and just, I just wait and say, you know what, it's going to come back to you. And it comes back within like twenty seconds or so. So I don't know what the hell that's about, but it it's a little bit scary. But anyway, now I forgot again. But oh yeah, you got the black and white TV. That's seen better days. But you have black and white TV, you know, you're a little kid, whatever. Although he was this, you're a youngster. You got a black and white TV, and you got a coat hanger sticking out of the top of the thing because the antenna broke, and you're playing with the uh, UHF channels, uh, VHF channels, and you come across this channel 68, and you're like, you know, this comes in. This, this can come in. And uh, you play around with that antenna, kind of mess around with that vertical and horizontal hold, and... Uh, you get a decent picture, you know. You you got a show that's not on the other shows, and you're you're you know about something secret that no one else knows about, or at least not too many people know about. So you got that 
Channel 68 and this guy, Uncle Floyd. Now, when I was a kid, and he was on uh, whatever it, whatever channel it was, I, I remember it as like one met go, WHT, which is like w, HBO's competitor back in New York at least in the... Uh, Late seventies, early eighties was when Met Go Home Theater, and I'm not exactly sure how Floyd ties into that, but he uh, he was on it or something. So anyway, sixty eight. And anyway, playing with that dial, I found some other stations. There were a couple of Spanish stations on there that I'm still, I'm sure, are still somewhere in the digital world, highly rated, uh, and. They used to have, like, the Lucha Libre on one of these, or both of these Spanish stations on the UHF, VHF, I can't remember, or F. Um, and, you know, that was the first time I saw, like, Mexican wrestlers with masks. And when you're a kid, you kind of believe that shit is true. So um, I, I'm not really sure where I'm going with that, but that was scary. So, yeah, if they had that on the UHF, VHF, and... I remember, you know, being geek, not only radio, but I guess with the TV, I once got a station in from Philadelphia, and for me living in Brooklyn to get a station from Philadelphia on the TV was kind of exciting because I'm that type of geek. So, let's see here. Oh, we actually do have someone on the line. I'm so I was nodding out. I'm going to put you on Southeast Texas. You are unmuted. Southeast Texas, I guess you can hear this. Yes, there is a god, and his name is Todd Morse. Paul Dipsky, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I guess I'm doing pretty good if I was able to get up and get on here and talk about nothing. Hey, 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 it is just great to see you back here on Talk Shoe. I am I knocked on my ass. Paul Dipsky is here. Well, you know, I I heard you on something not too long ago. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember whose show it was. But you're you're using a voice box, aren't you? No, no, not at all. You may have heard me. Not at all? No, no, not at all. Not at all. You may have heard me over on Pastor Martin Lynchstead's program. I'm pretty sure you're... You're familiar with that guy. Yep, I've got his new uh his new show saved in my favorites there on here on Talk Shoe. He's got some kind of stupid name for it. I haven't listened to the new show, but yeah, I'm I listen to the pastor when I when oh. I remember to. Yeah, trust me, you're not missing anything but a bunch of nonsense. He's always saying that if that if he ever met you he would want to play Schindler's List. What's what's the deal with that? Well, the story I remember the most about Martin Lindstedt and the whole like, you know, he's hip to the fact that I'm that I'm Jewish. You know, I never made a secret of that. You know, I don't practice. I don't wear a yarmulke. I don't have long beard and hair and wear a black suit in the summer. But that's my bloodline. You know, why? I can live my life hiding that. So anyway. Um, he he thinks he knows I'm Jewish, and he thinks uh, the news guy who, at least in my world, has disappeared. I don't know if he's doing a show somewhere else, but I don't know. About oh no, he has completely so, disappeared. You, 
there are new uh, allegations arising in regards to the news guide, uh, Paul, that he's a transsexual. Well, uh, considering I had a trans something at my house earlier today, I can't say it freaks me out. I don't know what that thing was that comes, to, you know, I have like a tranny that lives up the street. She came visiting today, except I call her she and he's a, she's a he, but it wouldn't surprise me, I guess. I guess nothing would surprise me. No, so no. He's, tra- he's possibly transsexual. Possibly transsexual. It. It explains a lot, even his his weird voice. I don't know. It some of it adds up, and some of it doesn't. Well, I I, I didn't want this to become like the uh, Dembski's on. Let's find out what's happened to News Guy. But I have absolutely no idea what happened to News Guy. Um, oh no! He oh, never no. said no, I'm, no one's concerned about the News Guy from. For the most part, I'm pretty sure a lot of people wonder where he is and all that good stuff. But no, that's I'm I'm here to see how you're doing, Paul. How I'm doing? I'm doing. You know, I I, I got to be honest with you. You know, it's, and it could be funny, and you can laugh, and everyone can laugh. You know, I guess I've been a little depressed, so I've been thinking about getting on here, like I said, and using this as therapy. Because I shit you not. I said this a little bit earlier, and I don't know if you were listening. This area is so small that there's no counselor or therapist or whatever to sit down and talk to. So I figured I would just sit down and talk to uh, this this tablet and uh, see if that worked as therapy. And no, I, think, I don't think it's anything to laugh about at all, Paul. I mean, all of us use, you know, these various platforms for some form of therapy, you know, as an outlet to be able to escape, whether it's for a couple hours or a few years, you know, there's no harm. That's why I got back on, because people who've heard this, even people who've heard, you know, not this, but, you know, some of the shows I've done, who would, who surprisingly heard them, because I don't know how they knew they were there have encouraged me to keep doing this. And I haven't been on in like four or six months, whatever. Um, and I'm very rusty. And I'm kind of nervous that I got a phone caller, even though it's just Todd Mars, which, hey, that's great. That's like score. That's like a big score in the whole Spreaker talk show world that you would call in. So that's cool. But, um... No, go no, ahead. I mean, I, I checked the talk show iPhone app. I just got through listening to a political show that was on, and uh, saw that you were on. I was like, "Oh, holy shit!" Got to got to head over here to Paul Dinsky. Even even put a tweet out there just to let the rest of our very small world know that Paul Dinsky is back. I do appreciate that. I do appreciate that because I didn't send out any kind of Facebook notice since I have stayed away from that. And uh, oh yes, yeah. I guess I'm kind of living in a bubble. So um, I, I was talking a bit about that. How Facebook is. I mean, it's kind of addictive in a way. So I tried to break that addiction, and I have. Oh, it's a good and addiction. I never break. 
think, ahead, I think Facebook right. is very. I step over people. I step over people all the time, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 I'm sorry. I think I was the one who cut you off, actually. This is this is your show, so definitely want to allow you to to have the floor. But as you were saying, I think, I think things like uh, Facebook can be very addictive if you're not careful. Well, I think I think I've I don't think I've said I don't think I've ever said in any of my older shows that I have an addictive personality, but I could get pretty obsessed with things at times, and it was definitely becoming an obsession, and the political stuff was causing some problems that weren't worth the hassle of. I'd rather have the person as a friend and them not know my political views than have them think, oh, this guy's a fucking asshole because he might support Donald Trump or he might support Bernie Sanders. Let them guess what I support. I don't want them to know what I support. I guess a good friend would would get mad and still, you know, when when the world becomes... And still be your friend at the end of the day. When the world becomes, I'm going to befriend you on Facebook... And that's like a terrible thing, at least I guess to me, I guess, because you're going to you're gonna take me off of Facebook because I, I liked something that you disagreed with. That's not a friend. That's true. That's true. Even, or, you know, in, in this possible particular case, I might know the person over 20 years, and they might still be a friend, and I might still talk to them on the phone, but Facebook... We can't communicate on for some reason, you know, just throwing that out there. But, um, do you know, you, you know, you sound like Ric Flair, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it's pretty funny, right? Oh yes. Oh yes. I, I love Ric Flair and I may even throw a little flair out there here. It's just a little while, but I did want to yeah, ask you all who are who are some of the faces over at Spreaker or even here at Talkshu that you miss? Uh, well, you know I'm gonna say news guy. Um, oh yeah, that's because yeah, because um, I'm a, I'm a person of routine. I have to, if someone wanted to assassinate me, it would be very easy because I'm pretty much a character who does the same thing at the same time every day. So I'd come home, listen to this guy. My wife was into it, so I'd get into it with her. You know, we, you know, it's better to get along with the person you're with than not. So that would, we'd laugh with that. She'd call in, I'd call in. And suddenly that was gone, no real explanation or anything like that. So being a person who, I, I, I don't know if it's an OCD type thing, but being a person who's, has a certain routine, having that yanked away from me was kind of, was not really cool. was not really cool. So, yeah, I missed that show. Um, I miss I Barco. Barco. Barco is still around from what I heard the other night. I was hanging out with the queen, uh, Desert Rose, over on her program, and Barco suddenly appeared in the chat, and it was like old times all over again. 
Well, you know what? I'll go back and listen to that show because I started to listen to it. It was like September something. It was her show, right? Uh, yes. September morning or September's here. Or something. And uh, I just started listening to the beginning of it. And I do usually check the chat, so I guess I just didn't and didn't see that Barco was there, but I'll listen to that show. So anyway, Barco, he didn't talk a lot when he did his shows. But I just kind of liked Barco, so I like Barco's show. So I kind of miss that in terms of who I miss and Spreaker or talk show, things like oh. that. <clears throat> um, I never really... I think those are two great, great choices. I mean, I, it's it's also good to hear that you didn't throw uh, dear old Debbie's name into the mix. Do you know she's still bringing up that whole incident uh, years and years ago? I kind of had a feeling because uh, I heard someone say uh, that, like in the Urban Dictionary, it would say demskiing, and that's the act of having uh, sex via Skype, having Skype sex or something like that. That's called demskiing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That motion was put into effect quite a number of years ago as well. Yes, it's king. I like it. <laughs> I, I well, mean, I totally believe... About it. I totally believe and, and still believe your your story. I can imagine what your eyes had to had to behold on that fateful night. <laughs> it's, it was like, it was like, actually, I got to, it was like looking into an eclipse without the right glass. <laughs> So I, I I did take a vow to myself a while ago. <laughs> that was pretty good. I I will say, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Oh, that, that's radio gold. <laughs> like staring into the abyss. You know what? If you if you're if you are using a voice box or you do have recording technology and you are list, do listen to Debbie, you are more than welcome to use that sound clip. I don't care. But I won't hear it because I personally took a vow not to listen to her show ever. And even though like I, I don't said, blame I'm tempted you. to go Okay, so that I don't have to go any further. And I have no. not broken that vow in, in years. Couple of years, let's say. Maybe I actually haven't. Okay. Yes, sir. I have taken the same vow, and I've actually made it a full year now without listening to one single iota of a word that she has to say, and it has been great. I mean, it has been a relief. So who you asked who I missed, who is good? That's what I don't know. Who's doing, like, some funny stuff on here, like old old kind of stuff? I like is Goofy Bone around? I'm not a huge Goofy Bone fan, but is he around? He is around. He's doing more of a serious based uh, program now, and he doesn't do his show all that often. It's probably once in a blue moon. Uh, but he is still around to some degree. I think he's doing a lot of his stuff over at Pedoscope. Well, they call it Periscope, but I call it Pedoscope. It's it's and a place I, where where older gentlemen go to spy on younger younger 
women. It's horrible. Yeah, I guess. I guess I'm not a bad guy because I have it installed on no machine in my house. No machine at work. No machine <laughs> island. I don't think anyone does. Like, really? No, well, I watch, you know, I was running down the schedule of, like, people I listen to and stuff. That's how boring my life is, really. But it's my, it's cool. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, uh, hey, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same exact boat. I've been just doing a lot of internet radio, listening to a lot of internet radio. I don't know, maybe it's just that time of year. But you said you had just got done listening to a political program. I can, it's just, I'm burnt out. I'm burnt out. It's been like since the day Donald Trump announced he was running for president, it seems to have been, well, a way increase in, you know, political talk overall, political activity, you know, people accusing this one of being racist, people saying this one, this, you know, it's just, Oh yeah, I've never seen I've never seen the country so divisive over a person over a president who apparently we're still you know he's been president for what since January but everything still seems to be running fine you know gas has gone up recently but that was because of a weather related event that's not exactly the Trump exactly. administration's fault so um, I I just get tired of hearing the other side also you know. I I like the praise of Trump, but I also can't stand the crybabying and the oh yeah, there the is whining so... coming from the other side. Yeah, all these libtards, and they just can't believe that she lost. Yeah, all those people who were yeah. with her, I'm with her, I'm with her, and she lost. So now they're with the loser, and we're with the winner. Well, I watched this guy. Um, watch or listen to um, this guy, David Pakman. He's not really well-known. He's in Boston. He's a progressive. He's really a real, real liberal, but he calls himself a progressive. And on election night, I watched this guy's coverage, David Pakman. And he was so psyched up at the beginning. They were going to crown a new queen. Da-da-da. And then you get about... <laughs> the <laughs> You get about three hours three and a half hours into that show, and the, the guy has totally changed. His hair is all disheveled. His tie is messed up. He just cannot believe what is happening. It's excellent. It's so good. It's so good. But, it yeah, was, was an interesting night. night. Yeah, interesting night, for sure. Yeah, I remember and watching the uh, footage of... of Hillary Clinton supporters at her little gathering and how they were all just sweated down and stressed out and looked like the world was coming to an end. Not to forget all the people who went on social media and just started flipping out. Yeah, I I, yeah, I know. I know. Flipping out more than they had been flipping out for the whole election season, which was flipping out enough. I don't know if you can still hear me, but... but I'm kind of mobile. So I'm doing this. I, I set this up on uh, a really weird setup. I've got this uh, Android, what is it, a Samsung Tab something. And I've got this Magic Jack hooked up. So I can use 
the magic jack from this Samsung thing. So I'm using the phone, using this tab, which means I could go to YouTube, get the links for music, pop them into this program called Pego, which probably everyone knows, maybe you don't, and it'll take the YouTube link, turn it into an MP3, and then I can throw it on and play music. And I've always had problems playing music, and I don't even know if it did work, but if it did, I'm going to try and produce some better stuff. Wait a minute. What's, what's the name of this, uh, of this app? Is it an app or... Uh, it's not, if you're, no, well, there, I do have it on the tab, so I guess it's an app, but it's also just a program for the computer. It's, uh, Pego. Let me just, uh, see here. Pego. So it would be like www.pego, P-E-G-G-O dot com. It's awesome. You'll be happy that yeah, you got I turned know. on to it. Yeah, Incredibly it's easy to use. If I can use it, anyone can use it. <laughs> oh, I had been using uh, videograbby.com to, uh, to grab YouTube videos and turn them into mp3s but that whole function stopped working as of late and so i've been looking for a new spot to be able to do this so this this does um what you were looking for or at least some of what you lost in the program you were using it should i'm not sure this is my first time yeah i just i just showed you that's true i just showed you it so um so what, you know, since I, you know, we haven't really talked to this extent, what what are you all about? I know the people of Spreaker at Talks who do, you know, know what you're all about. But so what I know about you is supposedly you're either, according to Spreaker legend, you're yes. either Desert Rose's, Desert Rose's boyfriend or see Desert Rose occasionally as more than a friend. I don't know if I have any of that true, but I don't believe yes, yes. any of that. Is any of that true? Yes, all of the above. Okay. So, yes, yes, and, yes, very, very true. Okay, so I have that right. Okay, that's good. And I'm not really that involved um, in the no, whole no. thing. Um, uh, what else? What else? So yeah, what are you? What are you about? I mean, I know the Ric Flair thing is awesome. I told you that the Desert Rose connection. But what Ooh. else? What else is going on? You sure you're not other people? You sure there's no voice box involved? No, no, no. There is. I know that there's been years of speculation uh, and and controversy. But no, there there is no voice box. Thank God, it's all okay. naturally done. Okay. It's actually wearing me well, out. You- the last few years. It's a, it's a good radio voice for sure, but I can, I pick up like at least two or three people that are involved in this speaker talk to whatever thing that you could possibly be when the voice box craps out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you gotta, anyway, you gotta name not, who, who they are. Are you gonna say Cal Post? <laughs> uh, no. Um, 
I, I wish I knew the show that I heard, but these, someone was talking about me on some show, and I, this is like within the last three weeks. I don't know why they would be talk, why I would have been brought up. Oh, it was on this Nimbusters News. Nimbusters. Oh, News. Nimbusters you, News. Oh my God. Okay, so you called in. You were one of the people that called in on that, the last episode of it that was yes. on Talk Show. And at one point there, you definitely, definitely sounded like Angry Bong. Like you dropped angry the box, something happened. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I wish I could sound like Angry Bong. He's got the total exit thing going on. I caught a little. I caught something that that set me off too. It's Angry Bong, and then I thought, well, you know, it could be Apocalypse also because it could be Apocalypse. I know it's not in this case, but Apocalypse has run, has done some uh, brilliant, brilliant calls as other people. Oh yeah. So I guess it was Apocalypse is very, very talented. I'm sure he's around here somewhere. So, yeah, you know, he he did a show that I would listen to all, you know, when it was on, but he hasn't done it in a long time. At least I've been out of the Spreaker world, so I don't know if he still does it. And he didn't take calls. He would just kind of, you know, talk about whatever, you know, play some music. But, you know, he was part of the whole circle, so I'd listen to Apocalypse show. Uh, but yeah, um, there's nothing I, I haven't listened to Martin's new show. Have you listened to it? It's, isn't like Cal Graders Association of America or something (laughs) like that? I don't know. He's got some makeshift picture of a cowboy or cowboy (laughs) silhouette or something. I don't know. Martin is, Martin is Martin. Of course, he's very far out there. Oh, the other Great one guy. I thought you were, it, the other one I thought you were was uh, Pastor Visser. But he's a pastor, so I can't see him doing this stuff, but he's a wacky pastor, so I could <laughs> see him doing this stuff. So I actually have never yeah. listened to this pastor, uh, what is it, Pastor Viscera? Pastor Visser, V-I-S-S-E-R. He, uh, I, oh, what's his name? He's he's leader of a ministry. I've never seen any congregants or whatever you call them, but um, Covenant People's Ministry, I think. He's got shows on TalkShoe, and he's got a YouTube channel that he's been going for. You know what? I might have gotten a message that he just did one. Anyway, I, uh, you know what? That would work, except it's too long. Uh, Pastor Visser. He goes way back, but mostly talk show, and he does a sh- co-host a show on talk show, um, you know, a religious show. He's like a Christian identity guy, hates Jews, hates blacks, hates probably Catholics, hate, hates the whole list of people you're supposed to hate when you're in the whole Christian identity scene. <clears throat> but he also, uh, one time, somehow, somehow, and this is classic and I think I have it downloaded somewhere. He took over some guy's show somehow. When talk, I guess TalkShoe's security was lax, whatever. I'm not really sure what the setup was, but 
Visser took over this targeted individual's show and oh did my a God. whole, like, did a sermon about, are you a T.I.? Are you a perp? Or are you, you know, like this, like, well, God, is, you know, he just, he worked this whole targeted individual thing into his whole God thing. And really? um, after that, I I spoke to him and I was like, you know, dude, you, you're like, we, we talked about, I was like, you hate Jews, but you're talking to me like normal person here, blah, blah, blah. I don't claim to be like, you know, a religious Jew, but if I, if I came down there, I guarantee you, we would just hang out. And he said, you know, you're right. So some of these guys just do it for the bluster. I'm not saying that he doesn't have balls to back up whatever he says. He doesn't really say anything bad, but Pastor Visser, you'd probably, if you enjoy these, this type of stuff, whatever, uh, people who you may or may not be able to take seriously, Pastor Visser is definitely one to check out. <laughs> we'll put him in the people whom you may be able to take seriously and maybe not category. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Pastor Visser. So that's why I think he has a voice box too because I think he was the T.I. that had this channel that he took over, but I'm putting way too much thought into this, and it was like five years ago, I'm guessing, four years ago, five whatever. Five years ago, oh my God. Four years ago? I don't know. I was doing this stuff, uh, uh, it was, I, I talk about this, but it, was, it has no repercussions, it's not anything that was bad, but it just gives me a marker of time. I had a hip replacement operation, it was like in February, um, six years ago and I was already listening to some stuff on talk show because they like the news guy show he would play the iron side theme because I had like a titanium iron thing in the side of my hip now so my theme song was iron side so, so that goes back six years February definitely listening to these these shows for six years at least yeah that's, that's quite a while Who, the other guy I like, and he, just because he was in the circle of news guy, whatever, um, is intern because he's he's funny. I mean, he, you know, the he's going to get mad again. He's not the best speaker in the world, so it gives it like a good edge to it. But now he's going to get mad. But dude, you know, I'm not lying. It's just he he talks like this kind of, and it's a little hard to understand him. And uh, I'm not being mean in any way, but I like I would like him to get on and do do an hour or something, you know. That wouldn't be bad. I mean, he's he's not one of uh, Pastor Mark Lindstedt's favorites. I've I've heard quite a bit. He used to <laughs> call me the intern. He's like, "Oh, you're that chew boy, the intern." <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the intern goes back a ways because when I. I, I'm pretty sure, like, when I first started listening to News Guy, and like I said, this was, like, six years ago on Blog Talk Radio, the intern was his co-host. So I've already heard how funny that could be, but it, he doesn't do a show. He plays the uh, old Gene Shepard shows. <laughs> uh, what do you... And what else do it? Ahead, what do you know about this Brian Rio guy that uh, Martin likes to obsess over? Uh, okay, I probably 
I probably know as much as you, but um, Brian Rio, he doxed him in some way. I'm not sure. I think Brian Rio tried to have his credentials pulled for some reason because he had the name like Aryan Nations of the state of Missouri, and somehow Rio got involved with that. So I think at that point, Linstead outed Brian Rio because he was going by the name of Sword Brethren. Like he wasn't using Brian Rio whenever he was doing, I guess, his shows that I've never heard. Um, so he, the like the Mams or Sword Breather or whatever it is, that's... Brian. Oh, yeah, he still uses that to this day. Okay, so... Martin outed him as Brian Rio, and apparently this guy's like, either his brother is a super lawyer, or he, for some reason, he employed a team of lawyers, well, at least one lawyer, so I shouldn't say a team, but um, to go after Martin for, I guess, you know, outing him or something like that. I mean, you probably know the story more than me, but... Um, like violating his privacy or um, I'm not even sure if anything really has to do with, you know, corporate or having the name Christian Aryan, whatever Christian identity, but Brian Rio snake lips or something like that. Mentor. Ohio, (laughs) Nigger lips. Okay. Nigger lips. Mentor. Ohio. I know last Update. Oh, yeah, I yeah, from Mentor, Ohio. Or... <laughs> Mentor, Ohio. I don't know if his brother's a lawyer or his brother got, he's got, like, I guess what we consider an okay lawyer for this menial case. And I'm not really even sure what the case is, but the last, I think the last time I really listened to Martin was when he sent out an email, and I have no idea how he got my email address, and I don't care, it's cool. Um, he sent out an email um, t- telling people what they're making him do was like to drive from Missouri to, men- you know, the Mentor Ohio courthouse uh, to to defend to defend himself or give testimony or whatever. Whatever he was supposed to do, he was supposed to go to some courthouse in some county in Ohio in whatever the hell he drives, which he was concerned about it even making it there. Oh, yeah, really? I don't know if it ever, um, if he ever got to Ohio, if it's ever been settled, if it's ever gone on, but I know it just goes back, like, years, and I don't know that... I think it all started with him coming out and letting people know that that was Brian Rio and not Sword Manzer. Yeah, and see, I had never heard this uh, portion of the story about Martin doxing Brian. It definitely adds up. Um, I don't think that they've settled their whole dispute. They're still going back and forth to this day in court with lawsuits. It's either Rio suing Lindstedt or Lindstedt suing Rio back. <laughs> Like, oh my God! And they're the ones fucking. They're the they're the ones who stereotype Jews, and they're the ones suing each other. Like you would think, if it was two Jews going at each other, yeah, there'd be lawsuits getting thrown around all over the place. But 
this is two friggin' uh, white man, white power dudes. <laughs> They're both suing each other. He, he's giving Rio the the uh, the cliche of nigger lit Brian Rio. It, it's it's horrible. And as in, um, there's another guy. This is just off the topic, but not really off the topic. Doesn't he have a problem with this guy Andre Anglin or yes. Andrew Anglin? Yes. That's another nigger or something. Or, and I've seen or, that guy, and I've seen that guy, and I'm way more white nationalist, than, way more white than that guy. There's something in his woodpile that that ain't white. <laughs> yes, we we heard of. Uh, what does he what does he call Andre? Calls him, I don't know. I lose track. He's got names for all these guys. He's also got uh, who's it? Rabbi Fink, who he calls Nigger Nose Rabbi Fink. And, uh, oh, see, I never heard Nigger Nose. I heard Finkelsheeny. Yeah. <laughs> Rabbi Fink. Rabbi Fink. Uh, there was this guy he went after pretty good. Um, I'll try and remember some of his names, but it was a guy. Uh, who was once a prison guard in New Jersey, and he uh, lost his job and was charged with manslaughter after beating a Puerto Rican prisoner to death. Well, Bill Fink. Bill Fink. No, 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 that's not him. We just talked about him. Who's the guy that was a corrections officer, killed someone, now he's one of these talk shoe pastors? It could be Fink. But I'm not sure. There's another guy. Um, well, he, Eli, he somebody's. Eli, yes. Somebody. Uh, is it uh, Eli? Damn, give me, give me a couple minutes. I can, I can pull it. Yeah, up. same thing with me. I'll think about. But he has another name. It's like no, that's really you know Joseph Saturday, not Eli. Ja- it's not Eli. Eli James is like. Yeah, Eli James. I believe that's who that is. That's who Eli James. Um, yeah. He might not be the the, the ex correction guard that beat some guy's head in, but I know he has it out for that whoever we just said guy. There's so many of them. Oh yeah, he's got a new one. It seems every week. But you know, as far as me, he's always been cool with me. I have no problem with him. He said that if there was. If there ever was, like, the shit hit the fan type situation, and, you know, it was like, he'd line me, intern, and news guy up, all being allegedly Jews, and he would let me choose which one of them to shoot in the head or not shoot in the head. <laughs> he has mentioned that before. <laughs> but I do get to old, live. That's his whole Schindler's List uh, ordeal with these. <laughs> And and the other thing, man, is like for some reason, my wife likes talking to him. She she doesn't realize that he only really has conversation for like five minutes and then goes off on his own thing. Yeah. But she she'd call if she was up, she'd call him tonight. If I said, oh, you know, Lynn said on tonight, you want to call him? Like I've been like holding her back from calling him because it's like, oh, hold on with that, you know. <laughs> but she likes him. And um, she's like, when she see, I, have you seen any of his YouTube videos? No, I haven't. I, I've had an opportunity to listen to some of his 
great uh, good old racist songs there, uh, like the 12 Days of the Godless. <laughs> Three Blind Kikes. <laughs> That's a personal favorite. And <laughs> um, oh, what the hell is the other one? We like three. We definitely like. I like three blind kikes the best, but there's some <laughs> other ones. That, I guess there's so so many I can't um, remember. But yeah, he does. I see on his web page if it's still up. Um, he has like all the songs you can download in MP3. But I've never done that. Oh yeah, he is. Uh, he's quite quite the character. So, and I guess the other thing, I don't know if, you know, they, you said that to this day they still talk about the thing with Debbie. Well, um, I don't know if to this day they still talk about it or not, but I um, once called a talk shoe show pretending to be his <laughs> step-grandson. He allegedly, licked, he allegedly licked the kid's pee-pee or something like that. And I called the show, and I was like, help me, help me. My my name is uh, whatever the kid's name was, because his name is public, but I don't remember it. This is uh, Josiah Winston. No, not, not Debbie's kid. Linstead's kid. I posed as Oh, Linstead's Linstead, Linstead got a kid? Oh, not, God. No, 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 no. Linstead's step-grandson. See, now oh, this is going to cause heat. If If you're... If you're uh, an infiltrator of some sort, since I'm paranoid, this is going to cause heat because this is, like, bad. But um, you know no, he no. went to the nut house for, like, three and a half years, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard I've, I've heard his, his personal story about this whole nut house uh, visit. <laughs> and he allegedly was sent – not allegedly. He was sent there because he allegedly uh, – kissed his grandson's teepee. Yes. His step-grandson. I'm sorry. Roxy's Roxy's kid's kid. Roxy has a kid. That kid had a kid. So his yes. step-grandson. Yes. Um, Malachi. Malachi. That's the kid's name. Malachi. So, um... I've heard that one name. Night I, <laughs> I, one night I called, uh... I don't I don't know how available you are to Google or whatever and I I would put this on but if you if you google like there's a site Pico song and like Little Malachi the clip would come up from this someone scoped this clip and uh put it out there for for eternity but I pretend I call this show called The Hate Project. Guy was on like on Monday nights and I guess this is going back a few years too. And I one night I just went nuts trying pretending like I was different people, which all my voices sound the same anyway, so it's pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I pulled one off where I called up and I was pretending to be his grandson and I was like, Can you help me get me out of here? Like he was in a foster home but he <laughs> and it sounded good. It sounded like a really scared kid who had had his pee-pee touched and was traumatized, and it was funny. 
it was it was sad, but it was funny. So you know, you got to kind of weigh it like that. But um, that I was wondering if he ever talked about that, or anyone on boards ever talked about that, because that was that was pretty funny for a while. Little Matt. Oh, I've never I've never heard about this. Where's this clip? Um, Pico song, P I C O S O N G, and I'm I guess maybe search Lindstedt because I don't remember how to spell Malachi. Uh, I will I will definitely check. So yeah, that. That was drive Martin a little crazy. <laughs> that and uh, also on Pico song, there's me going at this uh, negress, and I'm yelling and screaming and blowing. She up. And, yeah, this one, truth, justice, truth, freedom. I don't know if you ever heard her. Claims to be a woman, sounds like a man, really obnoxious voice, very militant, black, pro-black, whatever. And for some reason, I was having a bad day, so I called in on the news guy show and just blew up on her about, you know, how, you know, you live in a city and look what you have, and I'm out here in the country among my own people. And then, uh, you know, of course, the chat room, the chat room in the show there saying, you're not with your own people, you're not white. And I'm like, fuck you, I'm white, you know. I got to put, I try not to, I've been trying not to curse when I do these, but anyway. Um, you know, Linstead doesn't think these Christian identity guys don't think Jews are white. I don't think Jews as a race are, cons- I don't know. I don't know. I haven't done the homework on it, but I'm, I'm white. You know, I, I have an American flag in front of my house that I can look at now. You know, I should probably take it down, but that's besides the point. Oh yeah. I I'm I... supposed to flush. I was just going to say, I don't think it's supposed to fly all the time, but I never take it down. <laughs> oh, uh, Martin actually uh, announced here recently on his show that he actually has some some black members of the Lidstead family now, with the last name Lidstead, by the way. Hey, I got someone else on the call, um, so should we spice this up a little bit? Yes, yes, let's let's spice it up. Got, got one I've never heard of, but he's using the name Roddy K. Like Rowdy Roddy Piper. Roddy K. Rowdy Rowdy K. I actually you are muted. Oh, oh shit. What happened there? Oh my god. You are unmuted. Hey, I'm sorry I muted you. No, no, that's... Hey, Roddy K, you still there? Yes, listening to this wonderful conversation on the iApp. I thought I'd call in and tell you I, I can't breathe. Still laughing about the uh, foster children uh, story. <laughs> <laughs> the foster but, uh, child clip. Yeah, I definitely I, uh, want to find that. Uh, it would it would make Martin flip. Martin well, Lindstedt oh. will be on here in about uh, 20 minutes, actually. Yeah, really? I'm going to cut it short. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be on. Uh, if it, In the chat room, it, it has his show number. He's going to be on at 11. I was planning to cut it short, 
you know, to you know, not step over Martin. But yeah, the story about the uh the foster home was, was true. I did do that. And um the the part of the story I didn't get into is that the foster family um was black and they were taking little Malachi out shopping and all they bought they bought him like Prince this is before Prince they brought him Prince CDs and like uh the the the, the Kings of Comedy D V D and you know, all kinds of uh different black related starring black people stuff, black music, you know, just to spice it up a little bit. So he was in this foster home living with some black folks and they were Giving, they were turning him on to black culture, basically, and, and sparing no expense. Also, I bet but he, he was, was steaming. Well, the call was done to um, a, another talk show host. Like the talk show host, called, the talk show host had a show called The Hate Project, and he wanted people to call in about I don't know exactly how it happened but um I was telling um Todd here um that there was one night where I called there's like five or six different people because the guy seemed to be falling for the for each one of them like he didn't he he didn't seem to realize it was the same guy calling um although I said I was doing voices all of them sound the same except when I called as little Malachi, that one, I sounded like a little kid. I started crying. It was really, really good. Definitely classic. I didn't mention the crying part yet. No, I, I'm familiar with Todd probably a year now. We, we do a little bit of uh, cutting up on this talk shoe thing. They're sometimes joking, sometimes serious. Do you think uh, Linstead would uh, recognize your, your name or, if you if you oh, yeah. call in yourself, oh, oh absolutely. Flip out, I, I, the mere mention of he would he would he would, he would, he would yeah. Abs- he would absolutely know me. He uh, he's never really thrown hate my way. Maybe after tonight that might be different, but he's he's never re- he's mostly like he's never thrown you know just this, gone nuts. With if he shows brands. if he shows up and you call in under that name, he this could be the most exciting Linstead call. I mean, it, it, there could be some. Uh, what do you think? You think you would get, you know, mad there, there, Todd? I call. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, someone's calling me anyway. So you and Todd, go ahead. Oh, what, do what? Oh, I thought no, I was you, just thinking about I thought if he calls in to Martin's call, yeah, if he calls in to Martin's call, do you think Martin could get really excited, really mad tonight? You know, mad. I don't know about mad. Uh, he would, he would definitely be surprised. <laughs> I think it would be great. <laughs> uh, I've talked to, I have talked to Martin more than five times, maybe ten on his show. He's also called um, my show before. And uh, when I used to do a Sunday afternoon show on the same show number, but I used to do it on Sunday afternoons. And Martin would call in almost every week. And one week, this Pastor Visser. Now, you might know Pastor Visser, uh, Roddy, um, but 
Todd wasn't familiar with them. Pastor Visser was on the show, on the call. Martin called in. Pastor Visser and Martin are like, you know, mortal enemies over the phone and over the computer, at least. And Pastor Visser uh, was teasing Marty and pushing him, making fun of Roxy and pushing him and hitting his buttons. And Roxy actually got on the phone and started yelling at Visser. And she really? was pretty good. Yeah, and that was pretty good because she, she had never really done that before. So um, News Guy was using that clip in uh, his openings, in one of his openings, maybe when he was on Talk Show, but he was using that clip of, uh, of uh, I think I've heard it before uh, in his intro. Yeah. But yeah, I never like, knew that uh, that was uh, Roxy. That was Roxy. She, she we, yelled, this sir, we, we, are you familiar with uh, Rich, uh, Grumpy Rich? I am not. Well, he's on uh, Washington State Clubhouse, but he uh, revealed uh, a couple weeks ago why, how Roxy hurt herself. She was trying to escape uh, Martin's, you know. Get out of the house really? quickly, and yeah, yeah. It's what, according to Rich, yeah. And so she was, uh, she fell during that attempt to escape. Yeah, yeah. Slipped on a banana peel or something. I don't know. But yeah, was... Now, I w- I was asking. I didn't. I really didn't make this a, like that Martin thing. But um, have you ever seen any of his videos on YouTube? I asked Todd, but have you ever seen his YouTube channel or watched his videos? I saw maybe one or a half where he's got a sign out. He's running for some kind of political office. And I was like, oh, this is hillbilly to the <laughs> utmost. You know, this is redneck. I mean, this is this is too scary for a white man as myself to even go into his neighborhood. And definitely, the one thing it does is it confirms the fact that the man does walk around with half beard and mustache. Yeah, one, one side of that is he does walk around like that. That is crazy. Video confirms it. But what I was wondering, the last one I saw, he was talking about this court case that Todd was talking about versus Brian Rio, and um, I guess if you listen to Martin, not. You know, the Brian Rio thing, whatever that is. Me and Todd were trying to figure it out. And um, the last video I saw was Martin sitting in front of Roxy's bed. Roxy's just a head in the bed, motionless. And he's talking about how he can't bring her, look at her condition and what he's driving. And it was... uh, it wasn't sad. It was actually him just trying to work the court system the way he, someone who's been through the court system, I guess, knows how to work it. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't know if he ever, you guys probably know, but I don't know if he ever made the trip to Ohio or has to make the trip to Ohio. Um, so anyway, that's, that was the last I saw. Of well, Martin. his what? call now is down to uh, vain babblings. Where if you if you don't talk slowly to him, he'll tell the same stories over and over about Ryan Rio. Now he tells stories about his daughter screwing everybody in town. She's a fat girl, and her and her old man are going to get kicked out because they get 
food stamp checks or something, but they waste it. I don't know what the story is, but he's got problems with his daughter and his son-in-law. So it's quite a trip to listen to sometimes. Yeah, the whole story about having roaches and the ice tray, the cockroaches and the ice tray, the frozen in the cube of ice cockroaches. Oh, we we, (laughs) we did get a a good story uh, the other night about green bologna he fed his dog. (laughs) Poopy dog? Poopy dog. Yeah, poopy dog. He's still got poopy dog. (laughs) (laughs) One time I was listening and poopy dog took off. And he didn't come back for like 20 minutes. He was chasing down Poopy Dog. And he, he, he said that Poopy Dog ran probably about a quarter mile down the road. So picturing him run down the road chasing Poopy Dog, who I've is seen in the video, is like really pretty small, is, is funny. Could, could you imagine hearing that from uh, Russ Limbaugh or some Sean Hannity? <laughs> I'll be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> And that's the other thing. I, I you know, I got to. I can't listen to his whole show tonight or anything like that because I got to get up in oh, the morning. No. But that's part of that's part of why I don't get in. I don't check in there as much as I used to, and I don't check in there a lot. Like I, I don't think I've heard. I definitely have not heard the new show, however long that's been going on. Not not very long. His shows don't last very long. It's like. When he gets off on his really serious tirades and starts threatening to kill people, then they kind of 404 him silently and uh, starts <laughs> a new account that lasts for a couple months, then he gets 404 again. <laughs> uh, yeah, he has been through a few um, of those. The other guy that used to go through those um, was Chuck, the T.I. Oh, for yeah. some reason, they'd always... Because he was a T.I., I guess. I can't think of any other reason. And I went along with the whole T.I. thing, and, like, I interviewed him, and I don't really believe that if someone's standing in the aisle in a supermarket that you're being targeted, but, you know, I'll, I'll go with it. The microwave is sending signals. and Yeah, so I, there was that whole targeted individual craze. I don't know if Martin if, went into if that. You can but... catch, if you can catch the clip, we've got audio of... Uh... Talks you user support, call ID 77. Well, one of the main guys, I don't know if it's Jeff or the other guy, says he's been chasing Martin Lindstedt's butt off the talk shoe for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's one guy on there. Did you say Jeff was one of the talk shoe user support guys? It wasn't, it wasn't, yes, Jeff and somebody else. It was the other guy, though, not Jeff. There was there was another guy. There is another guy. I mean, he might not be with the company anymore, but there was another guy who used to do the show along with Jeff. And for some reason, I guess he was like at one point maybe there was security monitors. Or there are security monitors on talk show. I've never seen them do anything, but apparently the security monitor came in to news guys chat room on, on a talk show show and. For some reason, I don't know why, I, I spoofed the guy. I made up a new account, and I used the same guy's name, and then and he blocked my IP. IP blocked me. Really? And I couldn't get, yeah, I couldn't get back on using my name, my real account. I couldn't get on using that fake account that I just made 
using his exact name, and I couldn't get in at any of the 30 or so other accounts that I have. Oh, my um, God. And I had to write him, I had to write an email to him, basically. Not basically, I had to write an email apologizing and asking for my IP to be unblocked and that he'll, you know, he'll never hear from me again and da, 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 and my IP was blocked. And, and this all was within like a three-hour period. But oh I got IP blocked for spoofing the guy. Oh, they actually showed up to my show. It came in the chat a number of years ago. And they started typing these messages in the chat. Oh, you need to check your email. You need to contact TalkShoe user support. And they shut down my show completely. Like, I stopped the recording. They blocked the chat. Uh, all kinds of shit. And, yeah. Yeah, see, I got I got an email from them not too long ago. And it's, the, it's like the only email I've ever received about information about TalkShoe. And I think they were basically telling me they were going through accounts and stuff they deemed offensive was getting 404 and I, I oh, everybody got that one every, okay so um, I I am still here so I guess I well apparently the Canadian company uh, I owed them that started talk she bought it back or some story like that so yeah and ever that, since the internet's been turned over to the United Nations and everybody's got this sensitivity crowd going around it's a uh, they're really shutting down conservative, Christian, anything that makes sense. They're, they're basically trying to block anything real. Well, I know that I, you know, I look at the list of shows that I checked off, like, that I liked, and there, for some reason, there there are quite a few, like, Aryan Nations calls and uh, colonels. There's like, there were, like, a couple of guys that claimed to be, like, corporals or Colonel Colonel McBride and Corporal somebody, and these were all like white nationalist guys, and and they're or Christian conservative, but with a hardcore edge to them. And those guys are long gone from talk show. Wow, they have been seems they've been cleaning house here on talk show the last couple of weeks. Uh, I haven't really seen any major changes. I just know a lot of the white nationalist guys were like simultaneously 404 and had to start new accounts. Yeah. Craziness. Now, I really don't get on here that much, but I know, like, on Sunday mornings, there used to be a guy like White Wolf, something Wolf, and uh, he he had a lot of people in his chat room, but he would be considered conservative Christian, um... And I don't know if I, – I think they might have yanked his show off too. But I know he had a pretty good following. Um, but like I said, I haven't checked on Sunday mornings anytime recently. I really haven't been on here in a while. Oh, I see. I'm not, I'm not familiar with uh, the host of that name. It's probably I just, I just recently discovered uh, – Wickstrom, but uh, if it's the same White Wolf, he's now uh, there's a character known as White Wolf on Sunday nights about seven o'clock. It's called Divine, Divine Mind Groups. He's a fellow out of Texas. The host of Divine Mind Groups is uh, I don't know where he's at, but White Wolf is uh, Texas. And now uh, Martin's show has started, and he looks like he's in the chat. 
Okay, well, I, um, <laughs> I, um, I actually want to take a listen to him, so I will probably then, if everyone wants to go over to Martin's, I'll shut this down. I don't know if uh, um, Southeast Texas there, uh, Todd, do you have his show number, the new show number? Oh, I was just going to ask Rowdy if he uh, if he has that new show ID. They've given it to me a couple times. But yeah, I never... I'm looking at it now. Yeah, one four four A twenty. What is it? One four four A twenty. Yeah, uh, it looks like uh, Cap- Captain America Marty's logged into the chat only at the moment. And we just got a link directly to the show. Someone posted a link up uh, in the chat room directly to Martin's show. So you can just click there and head over. Oh, yes, yes. Well, Paul, it has been great catching up with you, and I'll be I'll be looking for your show again the next time you're on. And, Rowdy, I will, I will be seeing you momentarily over at uh, Pastor Linstead's, and Paul as well if you come on over. Uh, look forward to hearing from both of you again. Well, Todd, I was, I'm glad you called and you helped, you know, I was, there's no reason to be nervous, but I, you know, I hadn't done this in a while and you kind of helped me loosen up a little bit. So, um, I appreciate your call and next time I do this, I hope to hear from you again. No problem. No problem, Paul. It's it's great hearing from you and I'll be sure to let the world know that Paul Dembski is back. I, I, any promotion is good. Any, whatever, any publicity is good publicity. So I'll take it. Yes, um, I'm, I'm gonna head over to, I'm gonna head over there too for a little while, and uh, I won't be calling, but I'll be listening. Okay, okay. Well, we will see you guys see over you there. at Pastor Linsett. Yes, thank you again. The conference is now in silent mode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this again is your late night president, Todd Morse. We were just speaking live in an impromptu interview of sorts with the one and only Paul Dipsky as the host of Anything Goes. Great show over at Talk Shoe, which seems to be reviving itself. Yes, covered a lot in a very short amount of time. Uh, we got Mr. Dipsky's take on the news guy and his departure from Internet Talk Radio. Also, uh, spoke about of course, Pastor Martin Lindstedt and Debbie Daly and a host of other topics. That's a great show thus far. We kicked it off earlier tonight with uh, political straight talk, followed with Paul Dembski, and now apparently we are headed over to Pastor Martin Lindstedt. Not sure if he is live or 
what's going on with this show. But we're going to head on over and see what's going on. And if nothing is going on there, we will come back here and continue this very special edition. Again, you are listening to Sunday Night Live. Todd Morris tonight, right here on Talk Shoot. All right, apparently, so there is nothing uh, taking place just yet over at Pastor Lindstedt's call here on TalkShoe. But we are going to take this opportunity to start a fresh, brand-new call here uh, for Todd Morris tonight. So we do want to take this time out to thank all of you for joining us for this special primetime edition. Special thanks again to Paul Dinsky and Political Straight Talk for allowing us to stream their respectable programs here on the show tonight. Give us a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. You can refresh, and we'll be right back here with a brand-new call. Again, you have been listening to a special edition of Todd Morris tonight right here and exclusively on TalkShoe.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.